Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. I'm Jody, and along with my long-distance bestie, Amanda, we live to break down all the things we love to hate. Each week, we scour TV, TikTok, and pop culture and deliver you our unfiltered, snarky takes on everything. Take a moment to subscribe on YouTube so you catch all our live streams and shows, and follow the links in the banner to subscribe to our free weekly podcast and two Patreon shows, We Love to Hate TV and Total Request Podcast where you request the shows and we break them down. Once subscribed, you have instant access to our massive library of hundreds of past shows and recaps. We promise you'll love it. And listen, we're all friends here, so let us hear from you in the comments. We love getting to know you and we hope you enjoy the show. All right, let's go. Hello, Amanda. Welcome to We Love to Hate Everything. Jody's back. I'm Amanda. I'm oh, back. God. I'm back. It I have a little so surprise for you. To... What? I have a little surprise for you. Oh, are you wearing a Canada shirt? Oh, shoot. How did you know? Well, you just like went like this. And you're oh, okay. Okay. Big. Little. <laughs> <laughs> Big Canada. It's a very. I mean, big I'm country. always looking at them. Yeah, I even put this. I even like got this little banner, and I was Yay. gonna actually, I was gonna reprimand you for not wishing me Happy Canada Day, but you remembered. I did. I'm all July ready to go. go. Yeah, we snuck well, in there like July three 2nd. days before you. Well, yeah, but yesterday. I didn't do you know what that. else yesterday was? What my old anniversary. But oh, broke it in with a, a new car. I mean, like a new used car. Oh yeah, what kind? Yeah. Um, an Audi, Audi Q. Oh, yeah, I, it's a used, whatever. Like, don't get, don't get too excited, okay? I, I'm, I still got my eye on that red VW Beetle. And mm. do you know that Justine has the same car as you? No, she has. Well, she Beetle? drives a red Beetle. Okay, so well, Justine's be. hot, so. I think you should get so, that. So, what are you saying with that then? I should not. You're going to be one? super hot, and you could take the top all the way down. Hers is not a convertible. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about not doing the convertible. Um, that or might be a good I, idea in Canada. But yeah, but it does get hot here, Jody. I feel like I'm going to be driving around with the with the thing all the way down, like all <laughs> through <blizzard>. winter. <laughs> My eyelashes just have like icicles hanging off of them um oh, i'll have you know that 
I think it was the one with Carling that I did a couple weeks ago. Uh, there was no banner, or I think you had made the banner. I just totally forgot about how we put the banner up right oh, before okay. pressing live. So for like five entire seconds, I pressed go live. And then it was like me going like, like fixing my hair and shit. And then I was like, oh, so it's good to have you back. So I don't we're know to live. do that. Oh, it's so good to be here. We are bright and early this morning because yeah. we're having uh, my mom, Carol. 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 It's her 80th birthday party today. So we're, mm. we're having a, a big shindig for her. I see that I have a spelling error in the banner that I made. So that's great. Log. Log off the Log. grill. The grid. Uh, yeah, go through the stuff that we're uh, doing. I'll put up the pictures as you go. Oh, okay, great. great. So yeah, we have um, living off the grid. I was. I'm actually watching. I just finished maybe the third love or fourth episode. Grid, love off the grid. Love. Sorry. Li well, they're living and loving off the grid. I kind yeah, of you, enjoy you the really, show. You really it's, took to the show. Of all shows in the goddamn world, this is the one that catches Jody's attention. Because it is purely a put on the TV. You're not paying attention at all. You catch a little snippet and you're not missing anything. You know, it's just stupid. Yeah. It's lame. Um, but, you know, I wanted to see how the Jason Momoa's little brother, little brother, let's put that in quotes, and yeah. uh, Angela are working out shocking not too good <laughs> oh he doesn't like the heat he, he doesn't totally like does not like the heat they oh do you know they never had sex never in the five years they knew each other oh really and they still haven't i mean but i get it it's All very right. hot outside it's an amazing yeah no, it's i mean it's it's an amazing show. I mean, we had we had fun recording that episode, so yep. that'll be up uh, this week. That's right. And then we also have Sister Wives. We're on season seven. We're blasting through the Brown family. We're going to be coming up in the next week or two on the episode where Cody, Michael, Michael. the shitter explodes on his shoes and he gets real upset. Oh, God, I can't fucking can't wait. wait. Hi, Julie's here. Reunited, she says. Oh, yes. Oh, Julie. Um, yeah, and then I did, of course, didn't, um, I, I put up the picture, but I, I guess it didn't load for some reason. But then also on um, Amanda Loves to Hate Teen Mom, I just put up a an episode a couple days ago and it's uh, so Mom cute. versus Mom with um, the, where Farrah, where they all meet in New York and Farrah and Macy get into that big fight and it's so funny. Yeah, Farrah doesn't and, like fake people, does she? I don't, I don't deal with it because like, I don't like that kind of like negative energy in my mm -hmm. life. I don't know about mm -hmm, you. Mm -hmm. uh, but me and Alyssa, I have a guest, Alyssa, who's been on my show a few times and we both kind of were on Farrah's side the entire time. She like didn't really do anything wrong the whole episode. It was very strange. Yeah. Um, I do want to um, take a second here to really extend my thanks to Julie Carling and Justine because it's a lot to like make someone go live with you. Yeah. And, like, thank you. And I should say thank you too. It's they did. And they all did so well. Like, honestly, like it was, it made, I feel like my friendship with all three of them, like grew through doing that. Cause you're putting so much trust in someone to like, yeah. to do this two hours long. Right. And it's like, Oh God, are we going to be able to like go back and forth for that long? And all three of them were hilarious and awesome. And I was, I'm just so proud of them. And I feel like 
at any moment, like if my, if something got fucked up or I had to like go take a like hard acid <laughs> liquid shit at some point, all three of them could have like, you know, continued without freaking out. I mean, do you like, want I- me to just like jump out the window right now? Because you obviously <laughs> hate me. <laughs> no, um, no, I was just, but I, I really nice. do want to thank all three of them. No, of they did. Yes. They did so good. Um, and yeah, uh, I just, I'll, you know, it's hard to, it's hard to explain how, how difficult this is. So, okay. Yeah. Um, all right, thank you, else? Amanda. Now I like seriously uh, feel like I just want to, I need a therapy session, but, um, you know, why? No, I was, it's good. It was good. No, it was good. Yeah. No, you're hilarious. And seriously, even if you don't watch teen mom, I mean, obviously all of you are here because Amanda's hilarious and that's where you originally. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely us. the favorite between the two of us. for sure. Just no, no, <laughs> listen, it's hilarious. You don't have had to watch teen mom. It's so good. You're back. You're back. I'm back. It's um, it's rough getting those. It's really rough doing those notes, though. I was talking to Justine about this. That like the, those solo podcasts, you're literally sitting down and writing a, a two-hour stand-up, a, just a, much like Che. Yep. Che like which obviously we're going to be talking about that later. That's oh, going to yeah. be the bell of the ball. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> Anything else? What do you? Um, nothing else. We're like, just smashing dat like. I mean, there's 38 of you here. <laughs> Although we did wake you guys up at the ass crack of dawn on a yeah, Sunday. Oh my so. god, I wanted to die when my alarm went off. Oh, I'm um, sorry. No, you're fine. Um, what uh hello everybody. Mary's wet bar. See you, you didn't you miss all these all these listeners? I did. I seriously yeah. did. I'm happy to be back. All right. Oh, drinking um, that coffee. What does your mug say? It says, um, it says, all my kids have paws. And it was given to me by Auntie Debbie. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I didn't buy this. I actually like the mug. It's like a huge mug. Oh. But it's like, yes, I get it. I'm single. and Oh, stop it. For, not, hey, listen, like as single. someone who is while now single and has children it is very yeah. difficult especially in the summer so you did it the right way i mean i love my kids but, but by not having children or being married <laughs> yeah you're 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 so good um all right well we have I lots got a to couple, talk about I'm sure yeah i got a, i got a few things at the top here um now i don't know how much you're keeping on top of this but it's all my entire tiktok is are you following this miranda sings shit <gasps> i'm so glad you brought this up okay so okay. Wait, leave this up here for just a second okay um page and i have been following this because page was a miranda sings person right i think even if you were a fan of hers you knew who she was right yeah this is colleen ballinger there's a line while she's singing this right here. This is just a little photo of her with her uke, um, mm-hmm. where she says something about like my little bony back, and it's so like so weird. It absolutely is. It absolutely and that, is. On top of everything else, is where I was like, okay, must be nice to see my little bony back. Like that's where I officially turned on her. I mean, just why, why did you do this girl? If for, okay. So for anyone who doesn't know, it's been, a, it's been a, or whatever the hell that line was. I know you're going to, uh, her team told her she couldn't say anything, but they didn't say she yeah. couldn't sing. She go, yeah. But they didn't say I couldn't sing ukulele bitches. Oh. <laughs> Awful. And, um, but she was accused several years ago i remember it that that um yeah she sent this like pair of like underwear that was brand new it wasn't her underwear it was like miranda's granny panties 
Yeah, or something Wasn't like she, she was doing like an unboxing with like her gay bestie um on a live. But her entire like fan base is like kids between like 10 and 20 basically. Sure. So she was un un uh, doing an unboxing and somebody sent her like a an underwear set, like a bra and undie set. So the guy put put them on like over his clothes and whatever and they're all laughing they're both laughing i don't really know what was so funny about it but um one of her like one of her like regulars like one of the people that like always tuned in with her and she like kind of knew him and they had messaged back and forth which also not a great idea um was like oh i want those and then so she's like oh my god should i send them so she sends the underwear now in that context, it doesn't sound that bad, right. but still, like, how stupid are you to do? Like, there's got to be a moment in your mind where it's like, should I not do this? And that should be enough. I'm to sending this to an anyway. underage fan, even though it wasn't like he was born. like 13. Yeah, yeah. It's just uh, inappropriate. It's just there needs to be boundaries here. Uh, yeah. So that happened, but then it kind of went away because she did like an apology or an explanation video, but she cut out like she was like, well, here's what actually happened. And then she'd show clips, but she cut out like little parts of the clips where it's. Oh, so, like, I didn't know that. Or, okay. Yeah. And then I guess. There was also just something this- during a live show. Is that what you're going to say? Sorry. Oh, no, go ahead and say. So she was doing a concert, which I guess she would pull fans up on stage. And I saw a a TikTok. This is where you always get the, you know, most accurate news. And uh-huh. this now young woman who was a teen at the time went up on stage and she said something like, I have a romper on or a jumper dress or something. Oh, yes. I saw this one too. Yeah. Yeah. And she was afraid that she was going to be exposing herself because either she didn't have underwear on or just wasn't appropriate. Well, and, and well, for, let me jump in really quick. because Yeah, please do. The gr- girl who was like, 14 15 she's like well and this this in itself is an insane thing is that she's like well i i i dress kind of slutty because i wanted to be like in her in the stripper section of her show or the porn section which why is there a porn section on your show and then she's like but then she ended up pulling me up for like the the stripper section or something but like both things like should not this should not be part of your fucking show when most of your audience are children right Anyway, okay. so continue. Well, Adam is telling us that her name is Becky. Um, and, and pretty much like she exposed herself to an entire audience. There's uh, a screenshot of it. Of like uh, Miranda, She's on the ground and Miranda has her legs like spread open. And she's like, it was just really traumatizing. This is like an arena. She, yeah, and it's on and film it was, forever. And you couldn't see anything, but still it's like you're wearing a romper where like the where the the shorts are really like loose so like oh, that's all you're thinking about is oh my god is my fucking vagina out right now right right which so, just like even that position alone whether you had on stretch pants or jeans to be like spreading some teen's legs period whether I mean, you're seeing part anything of your show? i mean this shouldn't be part of your show and if you're if you have these little sections like that you shouldn't be choosing kids to come up on stage choose like some like 50 year old man or something yeah, I mean, like, I used to listen. I used to do shows where like I had to like interact with audience members, like sitting on their lap and stuff. And like, isn't it just common sense that you would not do that to a child? I would think so. I mean, I I can't even come to her defense. I was gonna play devil's advocate. 
the other really creepy part about this is that it's not just her. I mean, obviously there are hundreds of people that are putting this, these productions on and no one was like, Hey, it went too far tonight. Let's not leave this part in the show. No it's a, yeah, one she has thought a it was a team of people. Like it's just, it's what it's like. Um, uh, like when I listen to Doughboys live shows, they'll like okay. sometimes they'll be like a child in the audience, and they always call it out. They're always like, "Are you like you know what this is, right?" Like right. we're talking about cum for most of oh. this episode. So. Oh, uh, right. but she um yeah so here people are chiming in here um uh well first yes. amy says uh jody could you be any more beautiful uh You're lovely thank you amy. what am i chop liver uh, no. but anyway, <laughs> andy says she has group chats with these children where they make jokes about inappropriate stuff not great um adam says she was 16 at the time and she dressed slutty because colleen asked them to mm great um and spoiled artist says poor kid just wanted to be picked to be on stage yeah because just miranda it's like your buddy right yeah i didn't realize too that her family is now famous like her sister oh, and they? stuff or there's like a family sort of dynamic thing and well, i don't know about that she's got i think a son and then twins or something she does look kind of unhealthy in that video. that's I, another I, thing that people don't like about her is that she um she puts her kids on, on her Instagram and TikTok all the time. Okay. I didn't know that. Paige was just filling me in. My daughter Paige was filling me in like, oh yeah, she's got kids now. And so I don't know if it's like a mommy vlogger sort of thing, but. I watched like a few years Ugh. ago, I watched like a, a video. It wouldn't have been on TikTok, but it was like some video of her and her husband deciding to consciously uncouple and they're oh, like. Oh, cute. They're like talking. Yeah. It's like, hey, well, we, you don't need to tell us this, but. Yeah, and actually, Paige filled me in on that. That I guess her ex-husband did a little video and was like, "Yeah, I experienced this too," or something like that. Like her not taking accountability, and I mean, I mean so, it's, uh, it's, someone should it's, have told her, "Don't put this out." Out of all of these people, and um, but like as like we're pretty we're Miranda's age. She's like in her late thirties, I think. And yeah, me too. Like, mm -hmm. It just yep. uh huh. Yep. Yeah. No, I'm totally. I'm definitely not. <laughs> It's definitely not a four in my nope. uh, age. Not at all. Uh, just us as, at, like, it's hard to imagine being that stupid. And, like, I want to believe that, like, she isn't grooming these kids because she's, like, attracted to them or whatever. But, like, that's kind of giving her a little too much benefit of the doubt at this time, at this point. Yeah. Let's but just is she, back up Like, what is she doing? Like, what is, is she? She I doesn't get look it. Like, well here. No, she does not look well. Her tiny little bony back, Jordy. Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I don't. I don't know if she like, like a spiral. Yeah, and I. Th I think it's just she. She got so famous so quickly, and a lot of her fan base is children, and so that's exciting. You get kind of wrapped up in it, but at this mm -hmm. point, like, come on now. Um, right. Oh, we're getting filled in here. Her family's yeah. also fundy Christians. I'm pretty sure, which adds to a whole other layer of weird. Interesting. Yeah. Didn't know about that angle. All right. Yeah. Wow, we're getting At lots least... of comments here. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm excited everyone actually is following this because I just yeah. assumed this was like me and Nick would get this on our algorithm because we, like, the <laughs> voice we do is Miranda's voice. You, I'm sorry. You have to keep doing Oh, when I'm you not do that here. voice. It's your version. Like now yeah, it's just no, Nick it's and Amanda. It's not yeah. Miranda. Right. Yeah. 
okay, so Spoiled Artist says she is under the delusion that the adult joke goes over the heads of kids. She is a family vlogger with 3 million followers. Um, her character, Miranda Sings, has 9 million followers. Yeah. Interesting. Elise girl. Has she always been this skinny? In her ukulele video, she looked she gaunt. She really she's did. She's always been thin, but she looked healthy before. This looks like she's, I mean... She's going it's through the some toxic shit. gossip train. Oh, someone else also called out where she's like, oh, I just came up with this little ditty. And they pulled up an old video of her. Like she forgot to get her husband or ex-husband an anniversary gift. And so she she sang him a song and it was the same little strumming thing. Well, yeah, so it's like three. It's probably just like a one, yeah, four, five. Um, Julie says, I don't think she's into kids. She just thinks she's funny, but she's not. She never has been. She was funny, though. I love the Miranda Miranda stuff was funny. It was so stupid. It was funny. It was funny back in the day when people didn't realize that it was a joke. So she would get all these horrible comments. And it was it was hilarious. Yeah, it's not something it's I don't I wonder if the Miranda sings. Like there was a show on Netflix, right? Like haters back off, which I don't think yeah. did that well. And I think the reason is because now people just want to binge stuff and it's not a bingeable thing because it can no, get annoying really quickly. Yeah. It's kind of, it's kind of a chore to watch that show. I think I watched and the like beauty of it. Yeah, I did too. The beauty of it is that at that time, YouTube, like it would be like one thing a week and you'd be like, Oh my God, a new thing just came out. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, I can't get enough of it, right? Whether it was Miranda Sings or whatever it might be. But now it's just, it's different. Now we have TikTok where it's just a 30-second thing or a three-minute thing. And that's why it's so addictive. You can blast. Well, and, and even, right through it. <laughs> even TikTok, after like three seconds, if I'm not completely invested, I'll scroll. I can't even sit through 30 oh. seconds of, unless I'm completely. I will And I say, think I've proven it to TikTok. I'm like, nice try. Okay. Yeah, I don't want this. Get out of here. Um, speak, uh, speaking of TikTok, I really need TikTok to like, oh, no. uh, like feel my vibe on um like what i want is on my algorithm because like don't you're not putting howie up it's no coming. no no oh no someone got mad at us last week because uh a man man just talking about this fucked up situation calm down well, comedy is my interest and uh <laughs> oh did you see i think i just heard it too no you heard uh you heard oh, it was my... a... okay gotcha um if i if i if i farted you would definitely know Okay. <laughs> it would resonate through the world. Comedy. Um, I interests comedy. Um, we'll just leave that there. Um mm-hmm. okay, so I love watching like animal videos and stuff, right? On TikTok. But then mm-hmm. they now TikTok thinks that I want to see like uh people finding some like uh emaciated dog tied to a tree and them rescuing it. I don't want I don't want to see this. It's horrible. Yes, yeah, so like I'm seeing all this horrendous shit now. Like, Ooh, I'm going swipe, from like swipe, watching swipe. like 57 videos of like pigs being cute and like cats like pushing a vase off the table, and then all of a sudden it's like a fucking. Now I'm watching like a, a pig being slaughtered. Oh, or boy. like chickens being like tossed into great. the ocean. Like, yeah, great. So, I keep getting the um. Excuse me, are you guys a couple? The guy in New York that stops couples on the street and asks them if they're a couple. Like, oh, I've met. seen that too. Yeah. I actually really like those because some of the stories are so funny. Where yeah, it's and it's very when Harry met Sally, where like they're all they're always finishing each other's sentences and it's pretty uh-huh. cool. Yeah. Finish each other's um, sandwiches. 
That's what I was going to say. Yeah, that's from, from Frozen. Frozen. Oh, but okay. it's actually not from Frozen. It's from, I think, Friends. Oh, really? Frozen stole, stole it from another reference. If anyone remembers what that is, let me know. But back to Miranda Sings. I will say the song is pretty well written. Like the rhyming scheme is That's good. what people are saying. It's been stuck in their heads for days. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's a good Wasn't song. Was she on Broadway? In uh, yeah, she was, she was in Waitress. Yeah. Okay. What do you think of her talent wise? I think she's great. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that character is great. Like that's impressive. Mm -hmm. And she was, she's on an episode of comedians and cars getting coffee. Yep, and you I can tell Jerry it. fucking hates her. He's like, my like, kids she, knew who you were. So like, I'm here. Yeah. Like this was like the producers were like, this will look good, Jerry. It'll bring in a couple of the younger, the younger, younger generation. Fans. Yeah. Right. He's like, okay. It's like, I have to entertain sure. this. Uh, yeah. No, it's just, it's unfortunate because it, it is a great character. She's obviously good at improv. Um, and she actually reminds me of myself because I remember watching this video of her uh, talking about being fired from Disney. She was like in some, she was in one of like the shows like okay. on Disney, Disneyland property. And she said that she would like every show she would like do like a Miranda like face just because she knew the people in the crowd knew who she was so that she got fired. Oh, that's that. so cool. And like, I would totally do shit like that. Cause I, yeah. you know, I don't take any of this shit seriously. I don't right. I take nothing seriously, but uh, oh. too bad. Yeah. 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 Here you go. No name says it starts with all aboard. <laughs> all aboard. Okay. Didn't even catch that part of it. Ooh. Yeah. It's for no reason. It's, the it's rough. first time I saw her was on an episode of MTV True Life. It was like MTV True Life. I've gone oh, viral, I, or I'm a yeah. YouTuber, or something. And that was when she mm -hmm. was with her ex, and I think they had just started dating. I wonder if we can find that anywhere. Some of those old True Lifes are amazing. Yeah, we, we covered um, some great ones on TRP or on. Actually, no, that was on. Um, we love to hate TV. Which, by yeah, the way, tier one. check that out. If you guys check out tier one of uh, TRP, um, if you use that cool, cool keyword search, you can find some. Ah, uh, yeah, you can type in type in like MTV or something like that. And, and we true did life. a whole bunch of true life. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's too bad for Miranda. I don't know why her team would let her put this video up, but can't imagine things are going. She did it behind well their back. So what happens now? maybe her management will drop her. Maybe they won't. Who knows? I mean, look at how many other people have done terrible things and they're fine now. People forget. Someone else is going to mess up. Something else will happen. That's what I mean, the, the dude that was eating people, the cannibal, whatever his oh, name was. Army Hammer. Yeah, exactly. We all forgot about that. I haven't forgotten about that. Oh, well, you know what you did forget about? Alec Baldwin murdering someone on the set of Rust. Oh my God. Okay, you guys, I don't, what episode were we doing? Oh, we were, what, what episode were we doing? It might have been Love uh, Sister Wise. It was Sister Wise. Oh, um, the episode that's coming out this week, Janelle's like has to climb up a not, like a not very steep cliff mm. with her trainer. And it's like, ooh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> like, like, but a depressing me? version of it. Yeah. It's like this is the wild west, and Jody's like, "This isn't the, on this. We're not on the set of Rust." And I was so impressed. <laughs> I don't know why you thought that was so pulling that because it's such an obscure reference that you can. No, even it's like not. I haven't gone a day without remembering that Alec Baldwin murdered. <laughs> he didn't murder someone. 
It was manslaughter. Unintentional manslaughter. Okay, but he still murdered her. Anyhow. Um, you need to calm down. Is it our time to bring up our, our weekly, um, just throwing it out, pouring one out for uh, Charlie Nash and Travis? Oh, I think I, oh, I just sure. feel like it's appropriate at this point. Why, you never have something? Forget. Oh, just hashtag never forget. That's it. Yeah, no, I, I get mon- I get monkey stuff all the time. Mm. Like, I don't want this. Well, maybe that's tied to the dogs tied to the tree because Pro- probably Travis was held in captivity, hence why Charlie got her face ripped off. Yeah, they would uh, drink wine together. <sighs> yep, they, they yep. definitely like did it right. Wait, what do you mean, Charla like, and Travis's owner? Uh. No, Travis's owner and Travis. Oh, uh, no. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, what's the next step after like drinking? I think wine she together? did say they were soulmates. <sighs> That's well, he definitely shit. did not consent. Yeah, he is probably fine with it though. But let's not get into that territory. Okay, um, okay, okay. okay what right. are you what are you watching here? What you watching? Um. Well, you had me watch an episode of The Bear. Which you the are, bear, okay. yeah. Which I have a. Uh, here we go. Okay. Um, I, I I need you to tread lightly here if you're gonna start okay. talking shit about this show because I'm not gonna is... talk shit. Okay, I'm just gonna say it's not for me. I don't really get it. However, number one, I think the casting of oh wait, throw that guy back up. The casting of like the main is, character, the younger he's so guy, fucking hot. He's so hot. Carmi. I, I look like him. Look. Yeah, I can see that. We both have like but, that. But with nose. my, if you put my bulgy eyes onto your face, we would lift my like nose him. and my horse and face. Our nose. We both have a, no, we both yeah. have a shot. But him and the guy, is it supposed to be his older brother? Richie? Like down, um, the guy that is uh, down in front of him. What episode? The, did- the I watched season two, That's episode Richie. one. That's great casting oh. because they look alike. They look like they should be brothers. They're not. No, they're not related. And they what? don't look alike at all. They absolutely no, do. They could be. They brother. call each other cousin, but they they were just like child, like friends from childhood. Okay. Well, hey, listen, people are agreeing with you that he is very hot. I don't get it. I think this is a case He's of. Hold on. This is a case of not hot, but maybe he's sexy. Like He's a Vince ugly, Vaughn like, like is Colin not says. hot. Like, yeah, yeah. Vince Vaughn's fine. You're you. Re- oh, I don't think he's attractive. Women. No, I just think he's the perfect example. Like, he is not a physically attractive man, but because of his humor, he's sexy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and this or guy's so fucking talented. Hot, I guess. Right. Um, I think okay, I just so like I, 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 I feel him because he's always so stressed out in the show that I'm like I I I have that okay. energy. So no name is with me. I I do understand how people get it. Um, I think the casting is great. I like the way it's shot. Like the mood of it is really good. It's just not for me. You're wrong though. And also, I gave you a list of epi- specific episodes to watch, and you watched. You went rogue. Well, I needed what to is- see what the gist of it was, which was actually good because I'm like, oh, okay, they're trying to reopen a restaurant like they failed before. Abby they Elliot. didn't fail. The, the first season ends with them finding like three hundred thousand dollars or something like. Well, that. they had to pay off a debt in order for them yes. to take out a new license or something like that. I I really really would suggest that you keep watching this because it is it. 
both seasons have 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which I don't always trust that, but like, I think it's a perfect show. Um, but I think huh. you need to watch the episode. Please promise me you will. Okay. Promise okay. me you will watch the episode called Forks because it's okay. where Rich he sends Richie to like work at like a Michelin restaurant. Okay. And um, Richie goes, and it's just the, it's like the most delightful little story because he shows up and he's like, fuck this. I don't want to do this. And he just put me here because I was annoying him. And then by the end of the episode, he's like, he like learns that he loves doing this and he's good at it. And he's like, it, it's just such a great arc. I'd really huh. suggest you watch that. And there's an episode called fishes, which is an hour long. And the guest okay. stars they have in it is insane. They got Bob mm -hmm. Odenkirk. Jamie Lee Curtis is the mom. Um, John Mulaney is in there. Uh, Sarah Paulson. And it, it's just, it's just them at a family at like Christmas dinner. And it's like okay. this, it's like, August Osage County. So it the show is for either, you. Babe. Well, don't worry about that. Well, she this is a show called The Bear, which I believe is on Hulu? Uh, right? Yeah, on Hulu. Yes, okay. and thank you. Last week, I said um, I couldn't, my computer wouldn't even let me buy Hulus, like, because yeah. my computer is freaking out about where I am. Um, so I asked people to reach out and give me um, their username and passwords and like several people did. So thank all of you for trusting Aww. me with that. I mean, honestly, yeah. I'm not, if I wanted to steal money from you, I'm not smart enough to figure out how to do it anyway. Oh yeah. 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 So, um, yeah. so here we go. Jody did her homework, but has problems following instructions B plus. <laughs> uh, but I, listen, I did watch it, but more importantly, I watched. And just like that, I've watched the first three episodes, which, I mean, I would rather get um, an IUD put in and taken out repeatedly. Yeah. I mean, just over and over than have to watch this show. Well, it you're is also so like, bad. you're two weeks behind. So like you were watching it yesterday and like rage texting the group chat. And I was like, this is all old news, Jody. You need to get on okay. episode well, three. I, I took some brief notes uh, just okay, to, yes. to go through. <laughs> And um, these are just some hot takes, okay? And this is going from season or season one, episode one. I'm just going through Carrie's kitchen, fully remodeled, but also to look like, oh, it's just been here forever. You wouldn't remodel your kitchen if you'd ever cook in it. So I hate that. Um, Charlotte just shows up to Carrie's while she's on an unexpected call from, was it like SEMA or something? What kind of a monster, first of all, picks up their phone without knowing who it is, and then you just show up at someone's house? Well, it's New York, Jody. That's what everyone does there, apparently. And you answer the door? Like, you're both monsters. If I showed up in Calgary, surprised you, you're not answering the door, babe. Nor would I expect you to. I would definitely need at least two days' notice to mentally prepare for that. Yeah, you'd be like... Oh my God, you're here. Like, I'm definitely not answering the door. I think my, my head would hours. explode if just all of a sudden I opened the door and you were sitting there. I, I would, my head would explode. Right. Now, Miranda and her teacher don't know her name. Sorry, don't care because I don't no, care about this. Story I don't care about any of these all. new fucking characters yeah. at all. She, all of a sudden, they're on a, um, a close enough basis where Miranda's FaceTiming her in her undies. Who the would what never. kind of monster calls someone and FaceTimes? Oh, absolutely not. That's not the natural way to, like, if you Have actually, I ever rung you up, just FaceTimed? 
you have a couple times and i and i knew that when you did that it was a butt dial an audio like i no like there's been a couple of, like anytime somebody accidentally facetimes me okay, i know yeah, that it must have been an i accident. know that it's an accident oh yeah no no, no. Like, i'm not doing that you would literally have to be like can i facetime you and this is not for anything bad i just want to show you something right i would need that kind of a disclaimer beforehand hey america i'm non-binary <laughs> who wrote the line why why i took a video of that moment and sent it to the group chat hi america i'm non-binary which Justine calls it the Tom Sandoval. She was wearing the Tom Sandoval oh. uh, blazer because it had like moons and stars on it. Yes, yes. Awful. Um, okay, I'm just going to go out on a limb and I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this because I have heard and seen that everyone is praising Sarah Rodriguez that she's this great actress, but like I'm not seeing it or getting it. Just, you would have to like watch like if anyone actually out there cares and they want to like Sarah Ramirez just type in find your grail uh, spam a lot she won a Tony for it they no, I mean in this I oh, remember when she this? was on awesome. Grey's Anatomy I watched like five yeah. episodes probably ten years ago and I was like oh, okay she's good it was she at the time sorry they are good yeah I don't get it Ooh, Walter's got a Walter has a shout out here. Shout out to Precious Walter in the back. Aww. Walter, hi Poop, Poop's a call, Mr. Poopy, Stinky Pants. Um, right. Okay, Carrie with her podcast, she has her purse right here. She has like she's. Can you imagine if we were recording a podcast and we had our cup of coffee and we're like, swat? Mm. <sighs> we would be. Yikes, right? An audio only podcast. We would get our asses chewed out in the reviews. Also, she, so gets, uh, she gets everyone at the uh, okay. So, this okay, everyone relax. It's just a funny image, but I guff, I went ha, I guffawed because there's a moment where the um, the girl in the wheelchair from oh. Oklahoma, differently abled, yes. Okay, is that what we're saying now? Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> she, she won a Tony for Oklahoma. She played Ada Whaley. Oh. Um, but she's Carrie's producer. And I had forgotten that that was, like, her role. And there was a moment where, like, there's a window and Carrie's, like, talking about how she doesn't want to do this vagina monologue thing. And just in the background while Carrie's talking, you see this bitch fucking rolling. Like, just... And I just go fuck. Because, like... I honestly, honestly, <laughs> I honestly thought that it was just like, let, cause this is what Anne just like that would do. They'd be like, let's just in the background subtly have someone in a wheelchair roll by so that we mm -hmm. know, everyone knows that we're inclusive. Right. Yeah. It was a hilarious oh. moment, but then she comes in and she does a very good acting performance after that. But it was just like, it was so out of context and, uh. Mm -hmm. funny um yeah and then she gets everyone at the studio fired the whole studio gets shut down over one vagina ad yeah hey, which babe, of course i'm sure everyone's talking on one you had a book ad. called sex in the city and you're yeah. afraid to talk about sex and also right. hey um that's what happens when you get a commercial they give you bullet points you have to write your own commercial. yeah you were very enraged about that writer you're burning the midnight oil, writing a commercial. You're like, ah, like a Kathy. Uh, no name says really they good. see me rolling. They Hayden. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no. Uh, yeah. But your entire podcast hinges on this one ad 
they don't pay that much. No, they don't. It no, shouldn't don't be hinging pay. on that one ad. But they all, and then Carrie's like, hmm, that's too bad. Mm-hmm. Like you lost like 75 people their job. So right. good job, Carrie. And, and it's then, and it's not an ad for a dildo. It's an ad for like vaginal yeah. like health or something. Shouldn't be that big of a deal. Like you easily. of all people should be doing so this. Stupid. Um, okay, let's see. Oh, didn't need to see uh, Miranda putting on a strap on. And again, why are you taking phone calls and telling? I mean, you and I have talked about things. Yeah. If I called you up and you were like, oh yeah, I'm just like fitting myself for a dildo. We're just about to like, you know, go and book. I'd be like, what? They're in, they're in LA and like, it's like, it's like noon. Yeah. Like the sun is out. Yeah. Like the lights are on in the bedroom. The blinds are open. Yeah. Daylight streaming in. Who does that? (laughs) Have have you watched all three episodes, by the way? I I have. Okay. Um, Also saw Miranda going down on Che. Didn't. Yeah. Didn't need to know that. Don't need to see that. Um, The racist cabbie in the middle of New York City. Would not happen. Yeah. Would not happen. I understand that racism exists, but there is a hot black man wearing a like three piece suit on the upper west or upper That's east probably side. Probably a four thousand dollars suit. Yes. And you're you're turning down money in you're this turning economy. down this fair. And also, yeah, and also in this economy, but no, but it, that is what it is, because there's Uber and Lyft and like yellow cabs now are having trouble like getting anyone to even use them. So mm-hmm. yeah, you're gonna take the fare from this uh, yeah. family of yeah, and also grandma. You can go and fuck yourself. You're yeah. never seeing your grandkids oh. again. Well, so that's what um Jen's been saying on Real Housewives recaps. By the way, everyone should um check her out um right. on YouTube. Um, do you know that she said that um uh she's like I don't even know if I want to continue doing it just like that. And I'm like no, you have to. Like we need you. But she makes like. 25 times the amount of money on her Harry and Meghan stuff. <gasps> I am. I can imagine. Like, but who cares about them? I just don't care about the royal family at all. I love. I love to hate Meghan Markle. Um. Okay. So, oh, can we just talk about Lily composing on her little keyboard? And now she's so moody. She wears a little beanie. She's got a little toque on. It's so hard being a little rich girl. And then there's Rock. Go away, Rock. Needs a Rock needs a backhand. A slap in the the face. Yes. Oh, my mom would have smacked me across the face like she did in Venture when I was begging for that new kids on the block comforter set. Ah, or me at Disney World. That's right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, no. Just sitting there all smug. Okay, Rock. Enough. Yeah, I can't. And again, we get it. You can be non-binary, but like it's not even about that. Every Rock line of dialogue asshole. not be about that. Like, can you just like live your life now? Because both your parents are clearly fine with it. You're rich. Yeah. Everyone, yeah. all your friends seem to be fine with it. Right. Just shut the fuck up. God, um, do you remember that? Uh, what did she have? A bot, whatever, whatever it was called. What? Bar mitzvah. Bar mitzvah. Oh, uh, they had a, they, a, a they bot. mitzvah. I, I'm a, yeah, they mitzvah. Got it, Jody. Would Rock refuse to go out? Uh, you're going out yeah. there. And instead of fucking like slapping her, them across the face, Charlotte ends up getting 
mitzvahed. Right. In her place. Yeah, that would happen. I spent $400 on monochromatic gumballs and rock (laughs) candy. You're going out there and you're reading it like you love it. It's like in in, um, Sister Wives when... When they're practicing for the uh, commitment ceremony and Madison, Madison, it's like, what if we don't agree with it now? And Cody, Cody's like, you're going to be kicked out of the family and you can't dance to the band. Oh, my God. Um, okay. Oh, Miranda going to Chase Comedy Concert and she doesn't know where to stand. She's like right have in the middle been, of all these. Have you been in public before, Miranda? That's why I'm like, you live in New York City. People are hustling and bustling everywhere. You've survived. And now you don't know where to stand in the middle of like a busing station. Move out the way. It's just so upsetting because my TikTok keeps showing me, and it's almost upsetting to me. It keeps showing me old episodes, like little clips of Sex and the City, where Miranda's being a fucking badass, like just, and she's funny good oh, acting no, she, she lost her phone and she doesn't know what to do oh i know when you're asking people can i borrow your phone to call my girlfriend or whatever how about you ask them to use their phone to call your phone so you can hear it ring and you can find your phone oh see that doesn't work for me because my phone is always on silent well, you could hear it buzzing not on the beach though well it's worth a try i read an article about that episode where it's like okay miranda's so bored that she that she signs up to do like you know this this work of picking up garbage on the beach it's like you're a lawyer that was a partner in a law firm why don't you do freelance work or something something like really doing something like her on the beach she was like moving like pieces of like seaweed from here to here yep from this basket because che is busy at work i don't know what to do Oh my God. And this pilot. Now, Justine went into this on her podcast too. Everyone check out the short store. She went into and just like that for a while uh, the other day. And, um, and I was living for it, but she's like, wouldn't like, Oh wait, what am I doing? Oh my God. Everything's happening right now. Uh, she, she was like, well, they're rehearsing lines and she's reading off of her fucking phone. And Miranda's reading off of her iPad, which she also can't manage. Oh, I don't know. What, how do you, I don't know how to keep right. and, and, well, and then the thing with her phone is Brady's like, I've been calling you over and over. And she's like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Something's wrong with my phone. You have a fucking, it's a brand new phone. This is foolproof. You would see it through phone. law school. You yes. can't figure this out. Yeah. So they're rehearsing. And Justine was like, wouldn't they like even in today's society like wouldn't they have pages like physical pages and yes of course they would they print out pages and if there's a change in like a version they print it out on a different color paper so that everyone has the same color paper and you're not fucking up who the fuck what kind of director wants a a cast full of people that are reading their script off their phone the whole time it's so stupid do but this is so dumb Ugh. Um, yeah did you catch the scene where uh, Carrie and uh, Charlotte are at the real deal or that's stupid, like so stupid. I don't even know why that was written in there. They just needed to pay her and add some scenes in mm-hmm. and Carrie's standing there with a boot and a bird. Uh... And the bird, if you look at continuity of it, it was driving me insane because head on <laughs> the bird was facing this way and sideways. It was upside down and turned the other way. Again, yeah. I'm not getting paid for this, people. 
Like you and I could write the show and keep the continuity better than these people getting paid billions. This is why Love is Blind uses those uh, those goblets. Exactly. The non-see-through goblets. Yeah. Um, uh, what do you think of Chase show? Oh, you need the one that Miranda ruined? Okay. She ruined like, the family scene? So first of all, Che, um, and I said, I talked about this last week with Justine, but Che, this is a pilot that hasn't even been picked up yet for series. And she's somehow, they are somehow living in a mansion with a pool. No, yeah. you're not. You're living in a studio apartment in like yeah, the shitty LA, part of Hollywood. She, she has like a... Um... A Spanish, what do they call it? Like a vintage Spanish, whatever sort of rental, but it's beautiful and spacious. And again, that sunlight filtering in, windows everywhere, but it's right. cool as a cucumber inside. Like I honestly, she'd be. They would. They would give her no money for this because Che is not that famous that they. No, would what be are they living off of? Money. Miranda's just the studio, the studio probably gave them like a $5,000 advance or something. Okay, sure. Well, uh, <laughs> Chase sucks. Tony yeah. Danza. Tony, so here's another, so here, what do you so think bad. of this plot line where he's like, so instead of me being, I, wait, he doesn't want to be Mexican. He right? wants to be Italian. Yeah, because it does look bad. It's bad optics to have Tony Danza playing Mexican, obviously. So he's like, here's an idea. Instead of being Hispanic and Irish, why aren't what you could be Hispanic and Italian? And mm -hmm. she's like, I don't know, my my ethics, oh, my morals. Glug, 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 with my wine. Get it, guys? She's upset. <laughs> They're upset. They're upset. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> You've been off for a few weeks. It's fine. Uh, it's just very upsetting watching this whole thing. And no, she's and, an asshole. Yeah, and shut the fuck up and take your paycheck. Yeah. Like, just take your paycheck and let your dad be Italian. You're fine. And the showrunner losing it at an audience member. They just be like, escort him out. Yeah, Chase, like, <laughs> I've, already, I've already given up enough. Like, I've already... I've already, um, or I've already uh, refused to do so much. I already refused to dye my hair blue. If you're well, going to, that was so if stupid. If I'm going to be supposed to laugh a, at that, I don't know what we're supposed to laugh at. If I'm going to be the lead of a potentially successful series, mm -hmm. I'll dye my hair whatever fucking color. I'll shave my head right. and dye my yeah. head blue if you want. Yep, yep. I can pay yes. someone to sew some hair back on. Right. So braid. So Miranda goes to this this thing again never been in public before doesn't know how to no. like, just act around a group of people Ooh, people who <laughs> I, don't, I don't have a phone i don't know what to do i'm in a line what is this called right and uh brady calls her she of course answers which honestly i don't even think you would do this if googie called you you would at least like see yourself out really quickly you wouldn't answer your phone while this show was going on well, she, oh, it's ringing. What do I do? It's an Android. Oh, 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 oh. I don't know what to yes, do. Oh, oh. <laughs> that is what it is. It's like, why can't you She's function? Fumbling all the time. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so um, she answers, and Brady's like, oh, oh. my girlfriend broke up with me. And I, just, I think I text you. I'm like, Brady's like crying like a little bitch. Yeah, okay. But you would, I think you would react. You would freak out too. But he doesn't say, 
mom, I'm suicidal or I want to off myself. He just says like, oh, I don't even want to we live broke anymore. Up. Just, oh, well, he says something along the lines of like, I don't want to live anymore. But it's obviously not him telling her, I think I'm, I think I'm in trouble and I think I'm going okay. to. I didn't even catch that. It was just but a throwaway line because she's upset. He's crying. My eyes were, I was too busy trying to get my eyes back. To roll back. Back yeah. of my head. To roll them back forward. Um, right. Didn't even catch that. But, but I mean, uh, Again, that's fine. I know that like if Googie was freaking out like that with you on the phone, you would like. Well, I would have silenced my phone because I'm not a moron. Well, that's true. Um, they've turned, Adam says, Adam, are you an actual boy that's listening to us? <laughs> a man is a in the man. Uh, he says they've turned Miranda into Shannon from Rose. Oh, thousand percent. I can see that. Yeah, just like what's going on? So just right here. So she's outside, and she says, "You ruined what was the scene?" She goes, "You ruined the family scene. A uh, little okay. cannoli or something." <sighs> Also, you would not just do one take of that. The audience would have to sit through probably 25 takes. So it's fine. That wasn't Even the take if it was a perfect in. scene, they're going to do a couple takes of it because different yeah. angles and all that kind of stuff. You ruined the family. Show. Also, like, I don't think Che Diaz is going to have a multi-camera sitcom with an audience laugh track. It'll be like, like, I just, I, do, do those shows exist anymore? I feel like the last I, laugh track show was like Big Bang Theory. Well, they're going to have to have a laugh track because Che is not funny <laughs> at all. <laughs> oh I my mean, God. you would have to waterboard me to get me to laugh at anything that they have had Che You could just show, show me show me the scene of that girl uh, wheeling by and whenever <laughs> you can get a good laugh track out of me. We need someone who can set that to the music and just have her fly by. Um no, I mean, I would laugh more at the videos of the animals that you're seeing on TikTok than I would Che Diaz. <laughs> so, Che, you ruined the family the scene. Miranda's like, Miranda's like, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, my God. Che, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, oh my God. Yeah. And also, Che, like, she's like, like Brady just... needs me. And she's like, I need you too. No, you didn't. You're an adult. Bye-bye. Yeah. Go yeah, get paid to do your son. job. Good yeah. Lord. Like, Chase sucks. And this isn't like... Why is Chase so precious? I feel like they built this character to be, like, the the strong one that Miranda can now rely on and lean on or whatever it is. But Chase is like, my God, careful. No, Miranda's so... had a, Miranda has had a lobotomy at this point. Like, it's just not the same person. And I've said this before. This This show is not canon to me. This is not Sex in the City. This is a completely other show, and that's how you have to view it. Right. Com like, okay, totally different show. Talk about, um, God, what's her name? Charlotte being on uh, number two MILF at the middle school or the high school. This no, you a, aren't. Speaking no, of Miranda Sings. <laughs> oh, right. Right. Um, I wouldn't pick these two to be MILFs. Yeah, no. the uptight one. That's always like, ooh, like runaway bride yeah. Sampaku eyes or whatever you call them all the time. Like, oh, dressed, like, dressed as dressed as if she's in like as if she's an American Julian girl in the hours. You, oh, you're sure. just like 1950s. Yeah. No, um, it, the, hot, the, the milfless is going to be like life. 
oh sorry uh the milf list would be like a 30 year old wearing like a half top coming from the gym like wearing just, lululemon yes mm-hmm. with fake eyelashes on it's not gonna be charlotte and wearing a pencil skirt yeah not happening. And the no. other one, I don't get her character either. Are we supposed to like her? I think we're supposed to like her. And Christopher Jackson, his, his storyline, I mean, this is edgy. He wants to have sex with his wife. <laughs> the first scene, the first scene of the very first episode is just all of them like fucking. And it was like all of them like about to have sex. Tiny like, dancer. If, if I was in that show, it'd be all of those things and then me like eating chips in bed <laughs> mine would be me waking up like <sighs> like <laughs> I snore myself awake drool just coming out i i, I put my pregnancy pillow to the side like yeah. I, I did or like you waking up because scout has like launched off of your vagina bone <laughs> oh oh or just like putting your paw on you like get up wake up <laughs> right in your mouth take me out yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, I mean, are you excited about this show? Like, I mean, this is exactly what we it. wanted it to be. No, obviously we hate it. So the whole but... bill thing is so ridiculous. Come up with it should have been like most uptight moms. That would have been believable, and them wanting yeah. to not be that. Um, mm-hmm. And then also whole about uh, purse getting stolen, and then now Carrie is close enough where she just wants to lay in the same bed as her downstairs neighbor, like letting herself in. And there's just a guy stealing stuff in front of him and no one does anything. Like, there would what are be you talking security. about? Justine said this too. At, at an event like this with all of this jewelry, there would at least yeah. be a security guard. A right. security guard. Um, and not two yeah. guys that look like they work for like Geek Squad or something that just come in at the last second. The, uh, the Birkin didn't pull thing? a gun or a knife, by the way, as he's just like, oh, give me your stuff. I know. Like, I know he doesn't even show a weapon. Yeah, I feel like the most Walter of these people looks more in menacing. there. Were, yeah, poopy, stinky pants. I mean, now if Latrice was in there, like Tunsis, like stick him up. If I'd I just be, like, carried Latrice around and was like, "Give me everything oh, in your wallet." Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, okay, the Birkin thing was the most egregious to me, and I thought it was kind of a fuck you to submit uh, to Kim Cattrall because there is uh, there's an episode of Sex in the City where it's all about the Birkin. She wants this Birkin. She wants to buy it for herself because uh, it'll prove that like she's like earned something for herself. It's like her a really big paycheck she got or something, and she, she becomes Lucy Liu's um, publicist and. She gets on the waiting list of Birkin, but uh, she uses she drops Lucy Liu's name to get this Birkin. Um, oh boy! So, but there's a whole episode about a Birkin about Samantha, and I wonder if they are like kind of referencing that in this episode, or if the writers are just also stupid and forgot that that ever happened. Yeah, and I don't like this. What's her name? Seema. This new character. I don't, don't like care. any of the new characters. No. Yeah, the teacher oh, one. Where it's like, oh, my husband is traveling and I'm afraid he might be cheating on me. And she does a bad drunk where she's like, I was just shaking my mouth back. Down. I'm sexy. God. Ugh. Danielle, Danielle remembers so the, Bir- the, Bir- the Birkin episode. Uh, Birka episode. Um, Birkin? Birkin. Birkin. It's Birka. 
is a burka the it's a vagina uh patch uh yeah no no no, no. a burka no. is like the the What's traditional a garb patch? a a burkin a it's something merkin 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 thank you <laughs> this is where you get all your information yeah. birkins birkins merkins and burkins merkins <laughs> mm-hmm. and it doesn't uh nate burkis was on oprah i don't um, know no idea i, I don't uh, know wait. either uh, can i do a little uh sampling a little unboxing of my own oh i forgot about this yes um so for my birthday i believe this was on an uh, a patreon episode i just want to show everyone but it's free for everyone everyone can go to our patreon and watch it it's public so you don't have to uh, pay for it. so look at this beautiful swiffer cover i, I need to do like the youtuber thing yeah. Um, and tell everyone where they can get this. Daphne made it. Replaces. Yeah. You can so go to Instagram and uh, check out my mom's Instagram. It's a uh, off the hook crochet designs. And, and, and we have matching ones. I have like this four of those. Yeah. Um, yeah okay, we'll rub it in. And finally, yep, my the little sheriff. Still don't have the exact recipe, but like I'm almost there. Thank you. She okay. just uses and- the recipe off the box. Oh, well, I think she's saying that. Um, uh-huh. And then, oh, like, oh, I have my ring. Oh, my ring. I'll, I'll get my ring in a second. I have it in my jewelry holder, Amanda. Uh, okay. Amanda sent me a whole bunch of Canadian candies. So I figured, yeah. like, maybe we spread this out and, like, yeah. I'll try, like, two a week or something. Okay, so I want to I, I I try you which one. Yeah, you like the Smarties. Yeah, so the Smarties, this one doesn't count as one of the two. Um, the Smarties are not Smarties like American Smarties. They're more like M&M's, but it really is like a candy coating. Yeah. Not quite as cool, but just like a sweeter chocolate. It's not as um, semi-sweet yeah. as an M&M. Okay, so these are the ones that you got, and you picked two for me, okay? Okay. okay. I'm so excited. Okay. I want you so, to try the crunchy and the, um, okay. Yeah. I want you to try that one and I want you to try the, um, do you want me to show the you one what that's I got? Red, the one that's red and white. Crispy crunch. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to pick up. Okay, Scout, get out of here. You're not getting any. Um, and then you also got a Mr. Big speaking of sex in the city. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, this one obviously was my nickname in college. Eat more. Yeah, those are good. <laughs> These Arrow. are also Would you pat it for? And a coffee crisp. This one I'm so excited to try. Oh, maybe you should try that one. Why wow, you don't like it? I thought Justine. No, I. Good. That's my favorite one. Then no, then I'm gonna save it for last. Okay. Well, no, it should be up to you. Do you want me to try coffee crisp? Yeah. Uh, don't do crispy crunch. Do coffee crisp and crunchy. crunchy. Yeah. Now the other thing I notice about Canadian candy bars is that they They're must come in yellow, red, yeah. yellow, red, and orange. Yeah, I don't know what really that is. Good. No scout. Yeah. Must be a, okay. So I'm gonna do crunchy, which is a oh I'm excited sponge toffee, and okay. Ooh. Now when you bite into it, just kind of suck on it for a second and kind of like let it kind of. Let it kind of dissolve in your mouth for a second. 
and don't get mad, okay? Carrie Bradshaw did it on her podcast, so <laughs> sorry about this. Okay, so it looks like a Milky Way. It looks the like a piece, of, a piece of poop. Yes. Oh, crunchy. I just suck on it. Well, yeah, just kind of like let it mm. let that let that middle part kind of dissolve in your mouth for a second. Mm. It's interesting, right? Like, have you ever had anything like that before? Mm -mm. It's good, right? God, that middle tastes like something. It's, it's like, like it, a very distinct flavor. And I can't think it, of what it, that is. I mean, it's like butter, basically. It's like butter and sugar. I think it's probably it like is a like middle. a it's like a butterfinger flavoring, but but the texture is like a um like a hard. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Foam. Yeah, spongy. <laughs> but in a good way. Okay. okay, I enjoy that. I do like that one. Okay. All right. Um, Coffee Crisp Bus Girl just saw that red and yellow are colors that make you hungry. Ooh, mm. interesting. Okay, Coffee Crisp is described as um, it makes a nice light snack or un gouteur léger délicieux or something. Okay. Okay, and there's no other description. It looks like a Kit Kat, like a chubby Kit Kat. Like oh, one you're stick love it. chubby Kit Kat. This is it just my favorite. It smells like Kofafe. Mmm. Mmm. It's good, right? Mm hmm. Kofafe. 
Clefefe, Chris. It's actually, I was afraid it was going to be a little bit too coffee-ish. No, it's, not. it's mild. It's a, it's a mild coffee. Yeah. And it's not too chocolatey either. You like? It's like a, it's like a, yeah. It's a very tame coffee chocolate. This would be good with a cup of coffee. Yes, for sure. Mm. Or I feel like Daphne would have just a little, she would have like a little bite-sized one with a glass of milk. My mom drinks milk. I know she does. That's why I'm saying it seems like. weird. That's why it seems like it would be like a very Daphne thing. Like this would just a little treat for after dinner. All right. So what what are your ratings on those? Mm, Okay. Like on a scale one to 10 or which one do I like better? Uh, One to five. How many forks? Okay, Okay, so crunchy, I'm going to give a three out of five forks. All right. Coffee, Chris, I'm going to go a four out of five. All right. Are these the same brand? These are, oh no, one's Cadbury, one's Nestle. Like they both taste very Canadian. Like it has it. I know that sounds weird, but like it doesn't taste like an American candy. No. Does that make sense? Okay, it's very good, guys. I wonder oh, if you can get those at Cost Plus World Market because they always have like different candies from probably different those are pretty common. Um, Check that out. Really All quickly, right. are, what else are you watching? Are you watching Cruel Summer? I haven't started. Paige wants to watch. Okay, it. you're gonna. Me. It's great. Okay. And there's nothing like she can watch it. There's no like swearing or anything too sexual. Or anything Does it like have that. anything to do with the first season that we loved? No, completely. It's completely totally different different cast different everything it's great like i'm just so obsessed with it um there's only four or five episodes so far so it's but it's completely bingeable like you're gonna want to binge this thing so maybe you can even hulu okay also on hulu yep so i've been i've been using that person's yes um i want to just get your thoughts on this because we haven't talked about it um, I haven't talked to you about it because you've been off for three weeks. What do you think of this? <gasps> okay, this is the Ocean Gate Titan, the submersible, we're supposed to call yeah. it, that went down under the deep blue sea and right. ended tragically. Well, you and I both share the common fear of open water, deep water. So this would never be anything that I would do. I don't like going into water that's any deeper than like four feet max whether it's a pool yeah. i mean i'll go in a pool but like one I'm time I, I was like i was in my teens i think and i was at a beach and a like a rather large i i just had like my up to my like mid calf sure. and i felt uh an entire fish like touch <gasps> my leg. and after that i was like i i can't i can't oh oh no no no, no. I, well like in an ocean i will only go up to my waist like, would you ever go into that? the middle of the ocean though and like jump oh. in? Oh, like, what God, the fuck is never. down there? I don't want to snorkel. I don't know. Even when people are like, oh, there's a sandbar out here. Just like swim. Nope. No. No. Too bad. I, I know that I will get taken out to sea and I'll be like waving to my children goodbye in some like eerie, like, let mommy go, save yourself. And I know like swim parallel to shore. No, I'm not going down there. It's yeah. super creepy. Nothing I would ever do. I don't get the point of them wanting to go down there in that because did you know it? There's no windows or anything. Yeah, it was a screen. Watching on a screen. Do it up on the boat, bro. Yeah, it doesn't make it. Or or watch the first 15 minutes of Titanic. Right. Watch a documentary. Yeah. Eat a candy bar while you're at it. And the fact that the kid went down there with his dad and was like scared. Yeah. Ugh. I hate. I mean, it's. 
It, yeah, it sounds terrible. I n- have a feeling I know what you're going to say about it, though. That Bo what? and Yang on Los, Las Culturistas. <gasps> oh, my God. I mean, what a great point. I mean, I already, uh-huh. like, went off on this, like, last week with Justine about, like, how I'd be concerned about the pooping situation. But yeah. I did not know that they all went out for Kofefe beforehand. Which, I mean, it doesn't get to me. This is my second red eye of the morning, as we right, know. Right, but Jody has some weird body where, like... Her vagina never smells bad ever, or um, you don't sweat. Well, I or I, I shower too. Sweat, babe. Um, okay. And coffee doesn't make you poop. That's like Again, so I'm not saying it's healthy. It's probably horrible that my body is holding it all in. But I didn't know that it was like I've heard that it's a diuretic, but I didn't know it was like an instant thing that people have to so go. You drink, drink coffee every coffee. day, and you still only poop. Like three times a week. Yeah, yeah, roughly. That is, I mean, you need to get that checked out. <laughs> That's like uh, I, I probably do. I'm not disagreeing with you. I probably do. I mean, I'm not again, saying like, I've healthy. heard. Oh, it's a diuretic, but I again, I didn't know it was like an instant thing. I thought it was like, oh, it incorporated into your diet, it helps keep you regular. I didn't know it was like drink, go. Yeah. Okay. Anyhow, they all went off for coffee ahead of time. And how yeah, many if, of them if were you down guys, there? If you guys know Las Culturistas, they, if you check out their TikTok, it's like probably the most recent video. They had Kelly Clarkson on, who was a delightful guest. She seems cool as fuck, obviously. Yeah. She's perfect. Yeah. Um, but Bowen Yang's um, um, I don't think so, honey, was like, why would you go for coffee? And then you're getting into this tiny little submersive where you're all shitting in a bucket with no door. Yeah, and like the pressurized part of that, like, is something if you are a even pressure. the slightest gassy or whatever. Or things and then the anxiety like, of just like doing that. Yeah, this is wild. Oh, okay. So Andy says there's one tiny viewport, but it's not big and they can't see anything until they turn on the lights. Well, what the hell? Yeah, there's no point. 250 grand for that. Oh, hell no. I mean, think about it. You can buy homes for 250,000 and well, I guess now they like well I couldn't stuff. But. Um Billy Bowen says I'm jealous of people who can poop every day. Yeah, same. I've pooped probably five times already today. Wow. It's nine o'clock. Wow. Um Sandra says I poop after my morning coffee, sometimes urgently. Well, yeah, you're supposed to. That's why it's there. I, I, That's why coffee I just do it for the caffeine, but okay. Um you want to check out uh some Gary's gram. Oh, I do. I do. All right. And Very then we'll get surely. into some um, in- Sister Wise Instagram news. Janelle had yep. a couple things to let us know this week. And then we'll finish off with the book. Um, yes. All right. Check this one out. This is... Um, this is perfect. Uh, Julie Resting Bitch Pot. I've already pooped three times this morning as we're looking at Gary's gram. What is that? Well, he is says... Is pancakes with gravy? It says, no, it says early dinner. Chicken fettuccine Alfredo, homemade sauce. One of the kids' favorites. Yeah, Happy Sunday, y'all. At Christina yeah. Shirley, how to make yummy. He's always got to throw her under the bus. One of the kids' favorites. Okay, sure. the, the the grammar sure, on that Gary. is terrible. There should be a there should be like a apostrophe. One of the kids' um, favorite. It would be kid apostrophe s. One of the kids favorites no you're wrong or one of the kids is favorite if he's talking about both of the kids oh see i took it as it's like one of my kids this is their favorite but i'm not gonna tell you Uh, okay 
so that's fettuccine alfredo it looks like um it looks like pancakes with country gravy poured over yes it, it does right, what's this Christine, that looks like a bodily organ. I can't even look at what is that. That looks well, like two I'll, I'll let you know. Uh, stuffing stuffed pork chops covered in herb gravy. Um, That's the same August, gravy that was just on that other thing. On the chicken Alfredo? Yeah. Um, obviously, Why is it not dripping from the top? It is very just right no, there. this is dry this is like you're chewing 27 times just to like get through one that looks yuck. stuffing stuff pork chops covered in herb gravy exclamation point obviously taters and green beans yeah, obviously i don't see any green in this picture by the way gary um but Greens? as pictured early what green beans oh okay so sure. obviously yeah, taters and them. green beans yeah <laughs> He ate the green beans first. That's why he we're not seeing him on the plate. Yeah. Um, but as pictured um, earlier, this was the end result. Yes, these are big ass chops. Christina and I shared one, and I'm sure. taking the rest to mama at work. LOL. This was a lot, but delish. So you're sure kid, you shared one, Carol, Gary. Carol. Yeah, you did not share one. And what, what, you, so you're standing at work. Where does Carol work? Uh, like she's like a telephone operator or something, and he brings mm, you this. Like so like, like Michael's. Yeah, I'm sure the rest of the office really uh, appreciates you bringing this thing in to stink up the entire. Mm -hmm. I feel like Carol entire... works at Michael's, and she cuts the fabric, and she's that bitch, that cunt. Where you're like, oh, how much fabric oh, yeah. would I need for a blanket? And she's like, oh, sorry. Yeah, can you yeah. Cut fabric. Can you cut the salvage off? I'm actually me? surprised yeah. she has a job because she just seems like one of those people that would live off of disability. Um, oh, and yeah, here's yeah. one last one. Here's a salad. This is all the same gravy. What is that? There is a white thick sauce on everything. I think it's just a lot of ranch. But my happy place! Exclamation point. Exclamation point. Mm -hmm. Exclamation point. Mm -hmm. Exclamation point. Mm -hmm. Delicious. I wish summer would last longer than it does at Christina Shirley. Love you, girl. But, but <laughs> it's like weird. What is this? It's a salad. Okay, but you well, can't tell under all the ranch. Yeah, you can barely make out anything. Those things in the front look like mozzarella stick niblets. They do. I think they're. I'm guessing croutons. they're croutons. Yeah, you want some yeah. salad with those croutons, Gary? But th there's fresh peas in there, but it's hard to see under the jizzy cum of the uh, ranch that he's poured over all of it. Farm um, fresh so tomatoes. <laughs> there's your cucumbers, Gary. So far to drag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, we have Ugh. two things going on with a uh, sister wife. Wait, what's this? Oh, here's another one. This is this is another one that I was I forgot to put up last week. Holy shit! Look at the size. Can you what describe is that? This? Describe it. Um, okay, so there's a, a a whittle bowl with approximately four little tiny pieces of very wilted broccoli. His favorite. Sure. Sure. There are about uh, six. I'm guessing he's going to say they're homemade sweet potato fries, but just a little. Those, those are some frozen, like Shake Shack or yeah, some sort of frozen Stokers. name brand potato fries, something. And a what's the main course? Barbie, here? a Barbie sized hamburger bun with a slice of craft cheese and 
Well, it's it like a country fried, fried piece of it's like a, or yeah, something. It's like a country fried steak, I think, and it's of humongous. The bun is half the size of this thing. And then there's just a cold craft single on there as well. And he says, hi, I'm Gary. And this is at Vista, Indiana. Seriously, though, this is a pork tenderloin. If you know, you know. Ooh, at Swayze know, Tenderloins, you know. hashtag delicious, hashtag young. Uh it, it got in my belly. He did hashtag, it, it got in my belly. It got in my belly, LOL, at Christina Shirley. Christina gobbled up the whole thing. <laughs> I, barely, I barely got my uh -huh. hands on it. That's very Robin Brown. He put it in my belly. Fucking mm. gross. Now, No Name says, Harry. the pork tenderloin salad is an Indiana thing to have a giant cutlet and a tiny bun. Indiana uh. is weird. So what's the point of the bun, though? this point i think gary carbs. thinks it looks dainty like he's I'm carb so loading yeah. gary is just like colleen ballinger my little bony back my bony little back uh okay so let's see what's going on with the sister wives crew this this week um oh, i mean here's chris here's christine and david something phallic behind them what is that holy I don't, I don't like this. I feel like he's enjoying this too much. I don't like this. Yeah, movie. I'm over. I'm, I mean, I'm over. You know who's over it? Daphne. She's like oh, really over it. Really? She doesn't trust him. She I doesn't trust, trust him. him. And she said it's just a lot. Home, Amanda. She's acting very immature, Amanda. I agree. Okay, wait. No, no let's listen. Let's, oh, no. oh, yeah. Yeah, Christine. Um, okay. Christine said that, that Delta wrote them like a note, her and David Wooly. Wooly. About like, thanks for joining us on Delta. Okay. You don't need to tell us every single fucking thing. But here we go. Janelle Brown. This is oh, no. so fucking funny. Because this was like a whole trajectory throughout the week. Getting ready. Okay. It's a picture of like wristbands, like for bugs, I think, to like, yeah. But like it a were, box um, of 25 of them. Getting ready for a family reunion in Florida this weekend. Preparing for the mosquitoes. Had to laugh. Because yeah. <laughs> I ordered these repellent bracelets on Amazon and didn't realize it was a box of 50. <laughs> so I'll have them for the whole family. Laughing emoji. <sighs> but then she did, she did an Instagram live following up on this. Yeah. Hi. Hi, guys. Hey, guys. Oh, oh, yeah. Get ready. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Get, guys. Uh, <laughs> About those repellent bracelets, I just want you to know, uh, yeah, I accidentally got them, but they're really good. I really recommend them. <laughs> All right, let me tell you about Plexus. That was like, that was actually <laughs> God, I love you. I miss you. <laughs> right. oh uh, we got, we got another one here. Oh, okay, this one. <sighs> what is this? This wasn't even a sponsored ad. Is it a vase? No, it's just a water bottle, I think. And and then there's like oh. this like flavor, this like thing, like powder you pour in this the water. This took her a long time to set up this shot of like yeah. her phone pointing at her other hand. And it says electrolytes saving my bacon on oh. the, on this airplane travel day. On this airplane travel day. <laughs> I never knew how much they could help with travel until I used them. Loving the summer flavor. And then in quotes, she wrote, Cucumber melon. Heart eyes emoji. Heart eyes. <laughs> Happy face heart. <laughs> Saved my bacon. That is such a classic Janelle. It's 
crazy, guys. At least saved my bacon. Uh, and I have one more here that, that just oh. this is fresh off the press here. Um, Janelle went on a little boat trip and she uh, she put on Instagram a series like it's like a reel. So there's oh. like a song playing, but then like five pictures. But this was my no. favorite. Picture. She, she was on a boat. Just okay. know that she okay. wanted us to see like the, the view, the scenery. Um, this is what she chose to post. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, describe this for people who are listening. I don't um, know what it is. Yeah, I was just anchor. gonna say, I, I see a toe. I see a toe, yeah. like right there. Oh yeah, there. Yeah, her toe got in there. I see two little piggies. Um, I really don't. Is this a sidewalk? Is it an edge of a boat? No, she's, water? Uh, she's on like the a... boat, and I think she. It's just the the line is now attached. Like the anchor is a. It, it's anchored. She was she's holding her phone, her. and she accidentally took a picture, and she didn't know how to delete it out of the sequence, and it just ended up like you know, like you're putting your you're phoning your purse and you accidentally take a picture of like the sidewalk. Oh or yeah. Oh no. Mine will always be a picture of me like this. Oh, oh, staring all the, yeah. Just like oh, yeah. all the chins. Yep. <laughs> Fun day at salt Springs run yesterday. Oh. I've never had the experience of going somewhere, anchoring a boat and spending the day in and out it's of the anchor. water. So much fun and so relaxing. I slept so good last night. <laughs> I slept so good. Oh, she was like thinking, like, how do I wrap this up? Like, oh, it's pretty good. It's good. Yeah. good. All things considered, I, I feel great. And the photo of the water, it looks like a murky greenish brown color. So it's not even like, oh, look at the crystal clear water. Oh, oh, no, this is disgusting water. The most random. Uh, Kate the Great says, is this supposed to be an Ocean Gate reference? Let's not give Janelle that much credit now. I don't think she's even heard of Ocean Gate. <laughs> she's like, oh, that happened? I didn't know. She'll learn about it in a year and post about it. Oh, gosh. Did you guys hear about reminds that? me of. Yeah. <laughs> She'll repost this picture. Oh, oh, She'll repost scary. this picture and be like, remember when I, uh, I, I the Ocean Gate reminds Miss me of. Miss being out on the water. <laughs> that Flashback crystal Friday. clear water. <laughs> so fucking gross. All right. Oh, so anyway, that's God. all that's going on in Sister Wives News right now. Yep. Yep. Um, all right. Are, are, are we, we ready to, to get on to, with, to the book? Yeah. Let me get up the nachos and then we'll. Uh... That'll be really awesome. Yep. Yeah, it'll be. It'll be really awesome. I, I gotta put on my trusty Janelle. Get get it on, <clears throat> girl, and let's get the nachos up. Here we go. Ooh, yummy. Okay. Yummy. All right, guys, we're back. Becoming sister wives. We're on. Oh no, sorry, Walter. I'm not. I'm not wrapping it up. Oh, Wally. Uh, we're on chapter fifteen, Christine. Uh, two hundred page two thirty-five. Would you like to? Okay. Throughout my entire childhood, I kept my family life as quiet as I could. I had two mothers and 10 brothers and sisters. We were from a prominent polygamous family and thought it best to draw a little at- as little attention as possible to ourselves. In school, I never felt comfortable trying out for sports, plays, or any activities. I wanted to be as low profile as possible. As I was raised in a climate of fear, my father was terrified of our family being split up. When he was eight years old, his life was turned on end when his parents were arrested for bigamy and thrown in jail. They were released after a single night. Oh, well, that was kind of anticlimactic, so, <laughs> right? Yeah. This is common, especially in the case of female polygamists who are usually sent home to look after the children. My grandparents initially thought their arrest was symbolic and that they would have no more trouble with the law. 
Not long after the release, however, they got word that the authorities were pursuing them once again. My grandfather fled and went into hiding. All of my grandmothers separated from one another and took their children to live in different states or in far off corners of the same state. This separation meant that my father was permanently cut off from his siblings. For years, he had no idea where the rest of my family was. My dad was drafted into the Vietnam War when he was 19. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. He was frustrated that he had to serve a country whose laws denied his family fundamental civil rights and caused them to live in fear. Even though my father had been separated from my grandfather, my grandfather still believed in the importance of serving America, and he urged my dad to go and be proud of who he was. Although my grandfather and his family lived in a lifetime of fear, he still realized that fear leads to secrecy, and secrecy leads to abuse of power. He advocated for harsher punishment for underage marriages and abusive relationships. He believed that these crimes would be stopped if polygamists could live openly instead of in secrecy. As my father saw it, secret, closed societies were directly responsible for the Wait, abuse. So, so her dad was an advocate uh, against abusive relationships? Isn't that kind of an oxymoron when you're like living well, like, secretive? Well, I mean, yes, but I mean, well, what she's about abuse. to say, she, he believed that closed societies were directly responsible for the abuses for which the FLDS has become sadly infamous. So I think he was like anti-FLDS type Mormonism, but they're like the cool Mormons. Sure, but like Cody, like the Browns are public and I mean, that's the most abusive thing I've ever seen on oh, TV. Really. No, oh, no, no. Body. Christine was terrible. Oh, she didn't try to have a relationship with these people. No, nope, that's why nope, I'm so never. pissed off. <laughs> openness in theory is a lot different from openness in practice. And while I knew that my grandfather's theory and belief was entirely correct, incorporating into my everyday existence took a lot of time. I'm a very bubbly and outgoing person. As I grew older, I realized that I wasn't going to be that it, I wasn't always going to be possible. That's a misprint. Yeah, no, it's definitely a misprint. <laughs> I'm reading it as it says. I'm not stumbling. As I grew older, I realized that I wasn't always going to be possible for me to hide my family Come or lifestyle on. from everyone I met. Was there not an editor for this book? <sighs> Jesus. It's not just in my nature to mistrust the outside world as I'd been raised to do. I look on the bright side of absolutely everything. I expect the best from people. Maybe for this reason, I often let it slip, both accidentally and on purpose, that I was polygamist. Cody often says that because of my sweet nature, people have no choice but to accept me for who I am. I mean, that seems like a backhanded like, count. Much like Cody himself, right? Accepted Christine for exactly who she was. This yeah, is like, honestly, I mean, he, de he definitely said that in a bitch, like a in a way that wasn't intended to be nice. Yep. This like, is well, honestly, you're nice, so people have to like you. It's the best compliment he's ever given me. Perhaps because of my blind trust in the good of humankind. Yes. Or maybe because I'm a chatterbox. <laughs> People began to learn about my family. Their reactions were far more positive than I'd been raised to expect. Pass gas. All right. FYI, um, not that they need promotion from us, but... Um, Surviving Sister Wives this week, I think Wednesday, but if you're on their Patreon, it drops Tuesday. They're finally covering polygamexamist wedding. I'm and I'm back. You might get hit by a stick. 
I met and I messaged them. I, I have the message here. I said, I just need to tell you this. I listen to an unhealthy amount of podcasts, but I don't think I've ever been more horned up in anticipation than waiting for your recap of the Taco Tony wedding episode. And then one of them wrote back, we're also very horned up for this recap. It took us forever to get here. So oh, so it's going to be good. You that might is. get hit. Yep. Let me call you sweetheart. I, I listened to I, I watched this episode yesterday in preparation for Corey and Carly's episode. And when she's rehearsing with the guitarist, I know she doesn't like, hit that high note. Yep. It's not that was like a spur of the moment decision. Mm, she just improv. Goes, it, it, Interest. Yes, and in comedy. Comedy. Mm-hmm. Does anyone in the comments know what interest comedy means? Because please, if, if you know, you know. Uh-huh. Don't say it. No, God. Just say, I know what it means. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. And we explained it on a Patreon episode or something. Um, But it's funny. Uh, Okay. uh, Soon after I married Claudie and moved to Powell, Wyoming, I got a a wonderful job assisting a curator at a local museum. Oh, so already more jobs than Robin's ever had in her life. Job. Right. Yeah. A job. My boss was a fantastic woman. Since we worked in a tiny, tiny, Mm. bony back office it was just the two of us i knew we'd be spending an inordinate amount of time together the first day at work my boss asked me about my family and my home life i told her about my husband claudie and his two sisters mary and janelle who lived with us i mean yeah sure why not cool also you could have just said it's sister wives bosses fuck do your job i'll pay you we're done one wants to get with cody don't worry yeah, no one's tiny. jealous. Yeah, I just I just know what his dick looks like. Like I know it. I know what it looks like, and it's small. Um, and it never gets like fully hard. Like it's always kind of like a struggle to like enter. Like it kind of folds a little bit. Um, stinky. Oh, well, definitely like tacky. Schmigma. Like tacky. <laughs> I explained that Mary and I both had daughters and Janelle had a son. I said that my sister-in-law lived with us for financial reading. This this already seems too uh too uh complicated. Just fucking mm-hmm. I said that my sister-in-law has lived with us for financial reasons. I acknowledged that our living situation was a little unusual, but that we made it work. When the day was over, I got in my car to drive home. I turned on the ignition, but couldn't bring myself to leave the parking lot. Uh-oh. I hated myself for having lied to my boss on my first day of work. I turned off the car and marched back into that museum. You show him. Can you imagine being the boss and being like, do you need, did you leave something? What do you, yeah. what's, yeah, like, oh. like I'm you on my lot, way You out. brought in a lot of energy today. I was just like, yeah. <laughs> I was just decompressing coming down like sharing an office with you. Um, I hated myself for having lied to my boss my first day at work. Oh yeah. My boss was surprised to see me back so soon. I lied to you, I said. I'm sorry. Claudie is my husband. Mary and Janelle are my sister wives. Together we have three children, and I will always refer to these children as my children, since we are one family. My boss smiled. I had a feeling this was the case. She's what? How did she know? But how did she know though? I wouldn't I wouldn't even think that because I don't give a shit about your fucking life. Because polygamous in that area were probably yeah, I guess, somewhat area, common yeah. thing. And when you're like, oh my husband 
and I live with his two sisters that look nothing like him or each other. <laughs> yeah, like you his know, two that, handsome like, sisters. Oh God, I mean Mary especially. You know, Jen, uh, Christine just talked her fucking ear off because oh. she she gets she's nervous. So she just went on and on about her family, and now her boss knows way too much about her family life. It's like I didn't need to know any of this. Yeah. Um, eventually, uh, oh, uh, I had a feeling this was the case. She never judged me and she never said a single bad word about my family or my lifestyle. Eventually. She, care. she doesn't give a fuck. She's at her work and get paid she, and she's go like, bye bye home. She's like putting on her driving shoes right now to get the fuck home. I don't she's lifting up sh- her sneakers after she yeah. took her pumps off. Yeah, exactly. She's going to walk to the train station. Eventually, I opened up to another woman at the museum. She was actually a little envious of the family support I had with my sister wife. No, she wasn't. Sure. No, yeah. she was hiding in the exhibit. She's like, oh, God, oh, God, here she comes. Here she comes. Oh, hey. Nice she, to meet she you. Was, she was being polite, Christine. Sometimes people are just polite. Oh, that sounds cool. Tell me more. Yeah, that, oh, that actually sounds really fun. Like, that's great. You have a lot of support. Um, <laughs> she imagined it would be, it would have been useful for her when she raised her children. She's also been wondering how I could accomplish so much at home and at work while raising children. Mm-hmm. After I'd been married to Claudie for several years, I was asked to uh, represent our faith in a nonprofit organization, Principal Voices. Except for the FLDS, each sect of Mormon fundamentalism has two members on the board of principal voices. This is sounds like a cult. Yeah. It's really culty. The mission of this organization is to educate others about polygamous families and culture. The group's goal is to empower both polygamous individuals and families, as well as to provide crisis referrals and response to those in the lifestyle. Principal Voices is the public face of polygamy. It exists to deal with issues not just inside our culture, but outside of it as well. The group handles inquiries from the media, requests for interviews and assistance with research. It also interacts with the government on a regular basis, mostly through the governmental organization Safety Net. It sounds like Scientology and like a little bit of that same uh, internet program that Josh Duggar was using where it's yes like, did you watch that christian men don't i did it's yeah crazy. uh shiny happy people right uh since i am pretty talkative by nature and was Whoa. getting comfortable talking about my faith i was often asked to do interviews with the media principal voices gave us extensive media training about how to field questions regarding abuse sex and our faith we were taught how to skim the surface of the question give a truthful answer without going into too much detail well that's that's just crazy. yeah exactly that she's basically like saying that yeah this does exist but they taught they teach us how to I'm not acknowledge it up. i'm gonna look this up principal, principal voices. voices while you're reading yeah all right um the underlying principle was to convey our message about our considered and mature choices to live in a plural life and to help people to understand our community as a member of principal voices i spent two years educating people about pol- polygamy I spoke at colleges and on the news, Jody. I began. Uh, I became the spokesperson for our faith, and I loved it. After I had been on Principal Voices for a few years, I started to think that openness about our lifestyle might lead to more freedom. This realization coincided with an offer from a television journalist who was looking for. So this was Christine's fault. This whole thing was Christine's fault. Oh well, everything's Christine's fault. I'm well, gonna, come on. I mean. Please. Sorry, Did you find anything? 
yeah, so it was created um, by Anne B. Wild and with an E, Amanda. Ah. Uh, and it looks like it's still, it's still going on. Oh, God, I was hoping, I was hoping that it was thriving. Yeah. It sounds yeah. great. Great. Okay. Um, so the realization coincided with an offer from a television journalist, journalist who was looking for a polygamous family to interview. Principal voices thought my family would be a perfect fit for the show. The adults held jobs. Just let that sit. <laughs> sure. Um, the key is funny. She is funny. She's got the jokes. I mean, <laughs> yes, and. The kids were healthy and happy. Let that sit for a second. Um, there was no underage or incestuous marriages, except that all of you share the exact same bloodline. Caleb Brush. <laughs> it was a close one. I was just Ugh. 19. I was watching the, the episode. I think it was, I think it was the 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 wet McKelty's wedding, and it just kind of like the camera pans over the crowd and Caleb's sitting there and he looks like 65 years old. Yeah. Was he wearing his dumb hat? Yeah. He was wearing like camo to McKelty's wedding. <sighs> we know you're bald. I'd be a, it we off. get it. We get it. You love killing animals. All right. Um, uh, also, I, I'm not <laughs> I'm called that. out for my, for my bookmark. <laughs> what is a coupon from the mail? It is um, actually, it's a, it's an old Etna. Um, My bookmark is this mail. rolled up piece of Kleenex. <laughs> this is feeling very Polish. I love this. Yeah, it's Kleenex. like, yeah, good Kleenex. enough. Yeah, it's very Janelle. Janelle, Janelle would oh. use these things. Oh, Janelle is another oh, one. Perfect. Prepared. It's fun. It's awesome. When someone gives her one for a gift, she's like, oh, look at this. This is oh. fun. It's fun. Or, oh, oh, I bet she gets like a book thong, Amanda. Oh, oh, <laughs> you know, oh like little beads. Oh, I, would I, do, I don't know if you just wanted to be reminded, but she did go out to the boat uh, <laughs> last week. <laughs> you guys need to like, no if, you're only, if you're only listening to this podcast, you have to go to Janelle's Instagram and look at this picture. You really do. It's so funny. <sighs> it's <sighs> the worst picture ever. It does look like a mistake. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Okay. Um, the adults held jobs. The kids were healthy and happy. There were no underage or incestuous marriages. We were a very fairly average, stable, all-American family. Past gas. I wouldn't have volunteered my family for this experience without first discussing it with Cody, Mary, and Janelle. Eventually, the four adults and our six eldest children flew to New York for the interview. Although we were Wait, running so then why do they act like they've never been to New York before when they went? I think maybe they just didn't look up the first time they went. Oh, it was Robin's first time in New York. So the other oh, stuff didn't exist. And she's so little and her little bony back because she's I'm only gonna wear a little chicken lo mein because she wasn't hungry. <laughs> Eventually, the four adults and our eldest six children flew to New York for the interview. Although we were running a risk appearing as a family in front of television cameras, the risk was tempered by the fact that the journalist didn't have an actual television program on the air yet. He was using our story as a demo or a promo that wouldn't be shown to the public. Thank God she explained that, what that was. A demo? Or like a yeah, promo. We, get, we got it. That's what they call it in the biz. The whole event seemed somewhat secretive and private, which was a great relief. 
Appearing on this program led us to a paradigm shift as a family. Suddenly, hiding out seemed less intimidating and less possible than it had before. The production crew mentioned doing a documentary show with our family. <laughs> a documentary show. And even though we refused, it started to make us think about the possibilities of telling our story publicly and having to not work and Cody can stay home and pretend that he's a businessman yeah. while we get a paycheck. Yeah. Although I was beginning to feel that it was time to take a public stand, I didn't think a documentary was the right format. While I didn't mind speaking to reporters about my own personal choices, opening our family to the world was really scary. I had legitimate concerns. I didn't want Cody to be taken away as my grandfather had been, and I didn't want anyone in the family to lose his or her job on account of our beliefs. Well, when Robin didn't have a job, yeah, she can't so lose one that irrelevant. she doesn't yeah. have. Even though we turned down the offer to do an in-depth documentary, the family continued to discuss several possibilities for going public with our story. But is that a lie? Because the, the show was meant to be a documentary, and yeah. then they turned it into a series. They Seems thought they, they signed up for a document. Oh, yeah, they're lying. Okay. I'm, th this is probably what Cody told them because, I mean, he had to explain it to them like they're a woman. It's a man's, TV is a men's business, right? While none of these appealed to me, Cody began to realize that living openly was something he was being called to do, or he was just an attention whore and wanted to be on TV. Yeah. He wanted to help educate people about our lifestyle and to create more understanding and tolerant world for our children. Yes, that's that's what he he wanted to yeah. educate. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Any documentary kids. maker or television producer who wants to explore polygamy first goes to public, I'm sorry, principal voices. For years, the woman who leads the organization, and Wild, has been fielding requests for families willing to tell their story to the public. There are very few families and individuals who want to participate in anything that could endanger, harm, or just expose their family, especially when it comes to large-scale media event. I was one of those people. I didn't mind the interviews that I participated in alone, but involving my whole family had until now remained out of the question. Well, yeah, no, I, I understand that because, like, can you imagine doing an interview with alongside Cody and Mary? Right. Janelle's not going to say anything anyway, but like. Well, I think it was too risky. And so Cody was like, fine, have Christine do it. She'll probably make a couple hundred bucks. Go yeah, ahead. She's a chef but once he's like, now. wait, a TV show? And there's going to be like men on the crew, so so bros, good. my yeah, friends. Bros. God, I can't could, like, fucking wrestle. wait until season 18. We can't stress that enough that it's been said that all of Cody's scenes are pretty much going to be him growing out with his friends. And he is going to be ADHD, like hyperactive, oh. diving into Ken's dick when he wants to wrestle, just like he did in that episode. Oh, it's going to be like amazing. Benny, 90 Day Fiance, flying across yeah. that thing. That was Cody just. Oh. God, it's good. I was approached a few times about telling our family story. One day I told Cody how often I was asked about coming out as a family and sharing our life with the public. Why did you tell me about any of these requests? Cody asked. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Aside from the interview we had done in New York in a brief segment on the BBC that wasn't shown in America, it hadn't occurred to me to tell Cody about the request for interviews. Probably because she was afraid. Yeah. And like, also, he probably wasn't around that much for her to be like, oh, hey, guess what happened today? Mm -hmm. well, well, no, she, was, I think she was the favorite wife at this point. Well, yeah, but he still like 
got it. Well, Mary, I don't know. He and Mary were pretty hot and heavy there. Yeah, they did. They were pretty horny for each other. But I think they're both uh, just acting. That's true. While Cody was very supportive of my role in principal voices and shared my views about opening up our society, I didn't imagine that the rest of our family would want to go public. The next time you're approached about telling our family story, let me know, Cody said. Oh, God. Sure. I'm can sure I that's have, exactly how he can said Can I have it. this one thing also, Cody? Can I oh, have no. this one thing? Yeah. Nope. By coincidence, I'd been contacted through Principal Voices by an independent producer, Tim Gibbons, who was oh. looking to do a reality show about a polygamous family. Cody liked the sound of a project and made an appointment to meet Tim in person. Shortly after his, friend, meeting, his friend, his friend, Tim, Timmy, Tim Gibbons is now his Timmy, Timmy, cousin Timmy. Tim came to our home to talk to us about his ideas. We were immediately impressed with Tim's vision for the show. He had observed the ways in which polygamists were often ridiculed, and felt a reality show could go a long way to changing that. Sure, he was trying yeah. to change society. Yeah. He was looking uh, at the best interests of polygamy for sure. He didn't look not, at Cody, not exploit you. like with his coif in the mirror and was like, oh, yeah. this is TV gold. Yeah, he thought that if he portrayed our family as honestly and as openly as possible and showed him how essentially normal we are, <clears throat> that people might begin to understand that there's not a whole lot of difference between most polygamists and the rest of the world. Tim assured us that the crew would be small and unobtrusive. He said that they would respect our wishes wherever we needed to deal with something off camera. Tim's attitude and outlook were so honorable that he put the entire family at ease. Naturally, there was a great deal of debate, but in the end, we agreed to participate. Pass gas. It was right. It was the right time to tell our story. Warren Jeffs was on trial. Oh, and then, oh, yeah, we, we know you talked about it enough. <laughs> um, uh, the news was flooded with pictures of him marrying underage girls. Underage girls. Underaged girls? What's the right grammar there? They were talking about in the past, so it should have been past tense aged. Okay, that's what I thought. We need well, to provide... the first mistake in this book, right? Yeah, I know. <laughs> We needed to provide a counterpoint to that image. There's no way Christine wrote any of the, these oh, words, no, by no, the no. way. There's a lot of big words in here. Mm -hmm. um, we wanted to let the world know there was, uh, we know we don't condone forcible or underage marriage. We do not support any organization that permits a woman mm -hmm. to be taken from her family and reassigned to another husband. These things are not acceptable and they have no place in our world. When we consented to the program, we told our children that they should start letting all their friends know about our family. Their closest friends already knew about our lifestyle. Mm. My oldest, Aspen, was really stressed about telling some of her friends. But when she did, it went really smoothly. And everyone was very, very accepting of her. However, Janelle's oldest child had a totally different experience. Uh, one of the girls in her class asked her if being a polygamist meant that her father molested her. She had to marry her uncle and couldn't wear the color red. Madis Madison was disgusted and horrified. Uh, after all, Janelle only wore red button-ups to this point, so we know, yeah, I know. that's Obviously, not true. Obviously, you can wear red. I mean, it's first first <laughs> second that we see her. It's her she's in the red uh, but she was able to to demystify the truth about her family and make her friends understand that her home life is pretty normal and completely healthy. 
once Aspen Madison and most of our other children had told all of her friends about our family, they could bring larger groups of friends over to the big house, which they loved, the biggie housey. The kids thought it, would, it was really cool that they could lead their friends through the house and show them the different apartments and introduce them to their different moms. Not through Mary's house, babe. Oh, no. No, no. no we got to go outside all the way down and back up again. While the kids were saddled with the problem of opening up to their friends, the adults had a different problem. Oh. We had to tell our families, who naturally worried that we might inadvertently expose them on the show. My family agreed with my decision to go public, but they were concerned that I'd bring them into it. They weren't ready to be outed. I had to work hard to convince them that I would never dishonor their wishes and mention their names or show them on television. As we prepared to do our show, we took steps to hide certain identifying details so that our family would stay out of sight, both on television and online. While we knew it would be impossible to protect our family's privacy entirely, we attempted to do our best and hoped that the media would uh, respect our boundaries. While my family quickly came to terms with my participation in a reality show, I'm afraid that most of the members of our faith were disappointed in our decision to go public. The plural lifestyle is considered sacred, and many people feel that exhibiting it for the public is like costing pearls before swine fuck does that mean um while i while i am sad to have angered and disappointed so many in my faith i do not understand how they can tolerate the fact that the world thinks that we all marry off our 14 year old girls to older men now with madison's case she was actually 16 when she met caleb brash and they waited till she was 18 gross i mean sorry that's like what that's exactly what this lifestyle is christine mm -hmm. um I cannot understand why they are content to live in secrecy and fear. If I had to upset them to make the world a better place, this was a risk I was willing to take. When filming began, it was really strange. It took me a while to get used to having a camera around. Tim would interview us about day-to-day -day activities, and I'd be at a loss to see why anyone would be interested in hearing about groceries, teacher conferences, and cleaning. It was difficult to know how to behave with the cameras rolling. It seems trivial to be concerned about superficial things, but if I knew the crew was showing up for an early morning shoot, I worried about how I would look without my makeup. Should I do my hair? Can I let them see me in my pajamas? Mm -hmm. These were totally new concerns in my life. Well, apparently Janelle didn't feel the same way. <laughs> Janelle's like, oh. yeah, come on in. Yeah. Yeah. I got my apron on. Just come on in. I have my one giant roller in the front for my bangs. <laughs> so uh, pass gas. <gasps> Suddenly, even the most basic things got a lot more complicated. Life was pleasantly chaotic before, but the show really added a new dimension. I worried about my kids' outfits and their uncombed hair. I realized that some of their rooms might look unacceptable to a television audience. I had to repaint them and buy new bedding and bunk beds. I also realized how dirty the house was. I'm a pretty aggressive cleaner, but with five kids and another on the way, I was pregnant with Truly when we started shooting. Who's Truly? Truly became a job in itself. Wait, who, who? I've never heard that. Who's Truly? It's Cody. Cody is not the dad. I kind of remember him saying, in seven months, Truly won't matter anymore. Yeah, I remember that too. I thought it was like a cat or something, but I don't know. Cleaning became a job in itself. Of course, there was an upside to all of this. 
there's nothing wrong with a cleaner house and nicer furniture. So the, the version well, that we see in the yeah, pilot Robin is, knows that. Well, yeah. But the version that we see of their house in the pilot is, uh, according to the Christine, best. a cleaner house and nicer furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. Again, I don't think it's her fault. I mean, that money had to go to furnish Robin's house. Well, of course. Because she had nothing. She well, was Robin's house mom. was just shitty, too, though. It was like depressing. Christine would have loved that. It was bigger and nicer than everyone else's. Well, yeah. But it's Robin. Once we started filming, I had to learn how to be comfortable talking about my lifestyle in front of the camera. My previous media training had instructed me to get the message across about the choices that I made in accepting polygamy. But now I could be as open as I wanted about my own marriage. It was a strange transition to share everything from my love for Cody and my children to struggles both inside the family and outside it. Of course, frankness isn't always advisable. While I was comfortable talking honestly on camera for sister wives, I was hesitant to be as open during our press tours. By the time we began publicity for the show, I had learned to trust that Tim and his staff would be honorable when they had edited our footage. They didn't change what we had said for dramatic effect, and they always conveyed the meaning of our confessions exactly as we wished. However, I didn't have as much faith in the outside media. I quickly discovered that they would edit our answers to suit their purposes and tease something salacious from our story. We made a point of addressing sex in the first episode of our show. They, they don't go weird. They don't go weird. We wanted to get it over with so there would be no further questions. We were willing to do this, especially because we are certain that nothing improper would be made of our words. However, during our press junkets, as the media calls it, the media always hammered away at the sex question. We had to count, find countless ways of deflecting it. Journalists always wanted to know why we were willing to talk about sex, however briefly on the show, but not in an interview. They don't talk about it on the show. They just said the one thing. Yeah, we don't sleep with each other. It's just like. But what's what, the question? Yeah, I don't know. Like, what, what is the media asking them? Yeah, he has sex with all four of them and it's disgusting. And they just want to know, like, so how much more is he having with Robin than you guys, I think. Yeah. Well, and it's like, connect the dots with the herpes here. Right. Where is, who's patient zero? Yeah. Pretty sure it was Robin. Yeah, you can see, like, who he's currently, like, banging mm -hmm. based mm -hmm. on how fresh the herpes is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It was hard for us to tell a person directly that we didn't entirely trust his or her intentions. Other television shows and news programs have their own agenda, making it impossible to guarantee we came across as we wished. This made talking about sex completely out of the question. The media tours were insane. Insane, Amanda. Can you, I mean, it was like a uh, believer mania out there. Was just yeah. Oh, man. Nearly every day we had a packed schedule of back-to-back -back interviews. We got tired, but we still had to remain on guard. We needed to watch every word that came out of our mouths so that nothing could be twisted or misconstrued. Yeah, they definitely know. Yeah, they, they uh, you really kept your side of the street clean there, all of you. Mm -hmm. None of you are painted in bad lights at all. You know, Cody was like, watch what you say. Meanwhile, oh, he's no, like, Cody blah, 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 blah. he's the worst. evil during this. Yeah, for sure. We wanted the proper message to get out there. The positive ones that pertain to love and family. Despite our best intentions, from time to time, we said the wrong things and had to do a little damage control. Like when Cody talked about the wedding dress. Oh, oh I got oh, a bombshell. Guys. I got a bombshell. Okay. Yeah. 
I went with her with a dress. I knew. Wow, that's just real nice. Like you gave a crap what I wore on our wedding day. Are you serious? Are you serious? Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> Despite our best intentions. Oh, okay. Um, but this can only be expected. Obviously, they meant Cody, and they're like, "Oh, but it's expected." Like, yeah, no problem. He just kind of blurts it out. Yeah. We are five normal middle American adults, bye bye, with little or no experience in the way of media. On the media tours, it was our goal to get across the basic facts about our family and debunk the myths that most people ascribe to us. No matter what a journalist asked, we tried to steer the conversation back to something positive. We wanted to come across true to our natures and beliefs, as well as strong, independent adults who've come to our faith of our own volition. We wanted to make it perfectly clear that our children make their own choices. They don't have to live polygamy if they don't want to. And most of all, we wanted to convey the stability and love of our family. During our press visit to me, appeared a nightline. I thought the interview conducted by Don Harris had gone really well, and I was pleased. That night it aired, Cody and I were in our hotel room. Okay, parentheses for no reason whatsoever. It was completely surreal sitting in a fancy hotel in New York City watching myself on TV and thinking about all the people in the same city watching the same show at the same time. And for on this case. When the announcer introduced our segment, it was clear that she thought we were ridiculous. Her tone of voice and facial expressions made her contempt for us clear. She didn't hide the fact that she thought our lifestyle was wrong. Past, I want to find that. Oh, you passed. I do too. She's yeah, like he's a really, family. Yeah, they're he's like Goodbye. married to like all four of them, and they all like him. I guess. Um, after this less than reassuring introduction, they cut away to the interview, which included wonderful clips of our children. When they returned to the announcer, she was smiling. Her whole demeanor had changed. We clearly oh. made an impact. Uh, she doesn't give a yes. fuck either, Christine. I no, remember thinking about watching the million- you. Yeah. She took yeah. a break and like probably yeah. took a shot of whiskey. She probably didn't even watch the actual like footage. Oh, that's what I'm saying. She uh, wasn't watching. Yeah. yeah. I remember thinking about the millions of people who just watched the same thing and how we might have influenced their thinking for the better. Not all journalists are as kind and considerate as Dan Harris was. After a particularly long day of interviews on our first press tour, I had reached my breaking point. I need this crow outside my fucking window to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's your turn now. Hear it? Yeah. <laughs> One of the... One of the journalists had been pretty brutal to me. He asked me too many questions about whether or not our lifestyle or the show was fair to our kids, which it's not. Um, he yeah. kept trying to get me to admit that I had ruined my children's lives by putting them on TV and exposing what? them to the public, which you did. Yeah. He really wanted to force my hand and get me to slip up and say something he could use against me. When the interview was over, I nearly broke down. I need my people, I said. Then my family gathered around me. We joined together in prayer. I drew strength from them and was able to refocus. On tour, we really helped to strengthen one another and build one another up, which is phenomenal. Since we are able to travel openly as a family, sometimes I hope all polygamous families will do one day, we can be there for every moment. We rely on one another for support during the tough questions and the long days. We are one another's safety net. We are stronger than I'd ever imagined. Uh, do you want to, do you, do you, can we finish let's, this out? Let, let's finish it up. Okay. Just got a page or two. 
However, traveling as a family is not always easy. Being on the road as a group of five adults is a completely new and unexpected experience and has made our differences more obvious. We've learned that we really have to meet individual needs and that as a group, we have to listen to one another and accommodate each other. We have had to learn how to express in a polite and constructive manner when somebody's behavior is bothering us. I learned, for example, that sometimes I really embarrassed Janelle. It can be kind of goofy in public. Sorry, I can be goofy. She is goofy. I thought it was all in good fun, but I realized that my actions are embarrassing to her and I feel terrible about this. <laughs> so funny. Janelle's such a bitch. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I mean, I don't believe this is a dark time for Janelle, though. Yeah. What she thinks is acceptable in public is far different from what I think is acceptable. We've had to come to a place where we can both have fun and be relaxed while respecting each other's boundaries. Well, Janelle does like a good time, though. I mean, let me check out her Instagram. I mean, look at that, that, that uh, what salty water life, yeah. right? And then last salty week, life. she told us about asparagus in the air fryer. Who knew? Who I like to, I like to roast other veggies too. Who knew? Now that we've figured out how to address our various needs and differences, I've grown to love doing things together. I feel a force of power when we're in a big group. We really are dynamic. Sometimes I feel like we could conquer the world. That's cute. Cute, Christine. Yeah. Part of this empowering feeling comes from the freedom of being open as a family. I know that our decision has made us stronger adults and more secure, not just in our individual marriages, but as a single family unit. I'm especially happy for our kids. No longer do they have to duck awkward questions from curious schoolmates or strangers who wonder how so many siblings could be so close in age. Even now in their Las Vegas public school, they are proud to call one another brother and sister. Now Janelle's kids confidently introduce me to their friends as one of my moms. I think openness has brought them closer together. They are a tightly knit group, unafraid to hang out together during school. They are happy to draw attention to themselves and their special relationships. Their classmates refer to them as the Cullens, the vampire clan from the Twilight Books. We'd never have known <laughs> that. So funny together, they're a force to be reckoned with. Oh, and that's so funny, the Cullens. I bet you Madison thought of that one. Madison loves Twilight. Actually, that seems like a very like McKelty. McKelty, McKelty, yeah, totally. Uh -huh. Our decision to live openly has allowed our entire family to come into our town. I'm sorry, come into our own. I love meeting all the kids' friends, and I absolutely love talking to my sister wife's children, places, and introducing them as taking Jesus taking, Christ, taking yeah. them places and introducing them as my kids. Oh, wait, that's weird because I thought she never took Robin's kids anywhere or saw them as her kids. She wasn't allowed to. Are you kidding? Are you serious right now? Are you actually serious? I enjoy being open about being married to Cody and we do many things as a married couple and he could openly say we are all his wives. It's fun going places together and being recognized. People meet us and talk about how we have changed their minds and their perspective on families and relationships. Yeah, they tell you that. Th right. That's what people tell you. Right. No one wants to live the way really do. I feel humbled and overjoyed at the response we receive about our family. People grateful that we opened up about our lives so they could see this plural family choice. And it ends there, which seems like it's like the, the, this should continue a little longer. 
Mm. But it's like, yeah, and I'm done. I'm at my yeah. word count. Now, who do we have next time? Oh, oh we Robin. Well, Robin. So, oh, so Robin gets the last chapter, right? Yeah, and line? it's the longest one. And then the epilogue. By oh. Well, we need a man to wrap it up for us and explain. Yeah, we should get. We should like see if Nick will come in and like <gasps> read. Oh my god! Yes, because he's a voiceover artist. That would be amazing. That would actually be amazing. But he doesn't have. He's not going to come. He's oh, not going to come. He's going to say no. Voice. He'll be like, he he have to have to have to pass on that. He on um, the uh, dog busy life so busy. can't work no all right let's put our bookmarks back in oh i did i did oh, okay my um etna bookmark right there yeah sorry hi guys that are late um we know yeah. it's not always going to be this early or else no I will negotiate, my mom's but is here. this week so hi, Jean. this week yeah. is really uh, awesome awesome really let's uh let's wrap it up yep uh okay so you're going to check out We Love to Hate TV because this week we're talking about Love Off the Grid, which is just a great show. Put it on in the background. It's just dumb, kind of 90 day meets Survivor Man or whatever the hell. And then, of course, Sister Wives. We're blasting through season seven. Janelle's going to climb a mountain and we have to like watch this happen. Climb every mountain. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, Amanda loves to hate Teen Mom, Mom versus Mom, Gary. And don't forget to smash that like, share, 156 of you, smash those likes. And anything else, Amanda? No, just, you know, <laughs> give us some love. Check out our Patreon, and yep. we will see you guys next Sunday for Robin chapter. Womp womp. Love ya. Bye bye. Bye bye. Well guys, it's been a blast. Thank you so much for joining us today on our We Love to Hate Everything channel. Please do not forget to hit that subscribe button. Give us a like or even a comment. And click on that bell if you want notifications. Because you never know when we might pop up and go live. Please check out our other two podcasts on Patreon. Where we snark on even more TV, movies, and pop culture. We got Total Request Podcast. That's patreon.com slash trpod. And we love to hate TV. Patreon.com slash love to hate TV. Thanks again, and we will see you next time. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.